Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey, guys. Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. I can't believe we're here. Best of time. Best of ALN Part 1 2019. So many great guests. Don't want to waste time. Let's get right into it. But first off, I will be in Washington, D.C., December 27th through the 31st for um, New Year's, doing shows uh, at the D.C. Improv. First time headlining. Cannot wait. Uh, 27th through the 31st. Come out and see me. Tickets at adamraycomedy.com. And then a shit ton of tour dates are all locked and loaded for 2020. And uh, go to my website for all that. Portland, Seattle, um, Baltimore, Connecticut, um, uh, Miami, uh, 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 Chicago, Denver, um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting every Aspen. It's a lot. 2020 tour dates. AdamRayComedy.com. Uh, of course, Read the Room, my album is out right now, Songs for the People, a musical comedy album. Go get that for the holidays. It makes a great stocking stuffer. Get all that shit at Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your audio. Read the Room, my stand-up album, uh, stand-up album and Songs for the People, my comedy music album. Go get those. Uh, and of course, email us, aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Still doing the Adam Ray merch giveaway, where you got the pod, why you love it. I will be doing uh, a separate fan episode in the coming weeks reading more of these emails so uh hit me up and maybe we'll get some adam ray merch for the holidays all right uh now that we've got the tour dates twitter handles and merch info out of the way uh once i say them <laughs> follow me at adam ray comedy on instagram and twitter at alan podcast on instagram and twitter at brad williams comic on instagram at funny brad on twitter and uh, enjoy the fucking holidays it's a great time to take a Take a step back and just enjoy the people that are in your life and cherish the memories and uh, and savor the moments that you got with each other. All right? Speaking of savoring, enjoy part one of the About Last Night podcast, best of 2019. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... Listen to our new podcast During lunch, dinner, or breakfast Brad Williams and Adam Ray Are here for you at a time of the day So come on and treat yourself right It's about last night Best of moment number one You know him, you love him It's the hilarious Joel McHale uh, in conclusion, it's the greatest special ever made. <laughs> and actually made in Pyongyang. 
actually made him no. <laughs> Wait, why did that? We didn't even get to why that was the title choice. I literally, I was just throwing out titles, and I was like, "How about Joel it. McHale from, live from Joel McHale Theater?" And uh, <laughs> also great. Yeah, but, but they, so then they they were like, "We like that Pyongyang one," and uh, it's funny, like with the number of. I'm not going to say who it was, but not. It wasn't a late night talk show. Mm. I'm not going to even say. It, it's just gonna look. <laughs> I'll just say that. When I read that, uh, when the title, when they saw the title, they're like, yeah, my audience is not going to get that. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay. Uh, it's fine. And no. then and then now that and now the special is out there, do you have some added pressure to write new come stuff? Come up with another hour? Yeah. So when people come yeah. see you again, you're like, well, shit. I started doing that like four months ago and mm-hmm. working in new stuff. So now I feel like I'm, I'm about 50%. Wow. I don't think it's necessarily a good 50 percent but it's definitely to start there's shopping up and working there's a lot there too because yeah. i the stuff that we threw away from the taping oh I yeah put that back in of course there you go but that does not necessarily mean it's the best material but, and just daily. but then they told me like well once you put on a special that's it you're not going to do it anymore someone told me that and i was like Who's, really I, it's like saying goodbye to my children yeah <laughs> i <laughs> work, put them on a bus to school you're never going to see them again yeah, that's it. in fact they might even be better than your kids because your act actually fed you right and and and, pr- and provided you with you know money and sustenance yeah. kids never did that i don't know <laughs> right they just drained me <laughs> so they're better than your children i do want to discuss this whole like throwing it away like sebastian maniscalco said that he you know even on um on certain shows he'll do you know if, if he's building the new hour obviously he doesn't have a whole new hour yet but he'll do 10 to 15 sometimes 20 minutes of because he's doing a longer show like of stuff he's done before because people want to see that and i'm also like i mean how kind of narcissistic are we truly to be like once we put it out there everybody's seen it right you know yeah. like so I do. I mean, I get the if challenge. If you're Dave Chappelle, people mm-hmm. or you're Joe, Ro- people Burr, are going to yes. see. I think there's a hand, a small number of people. A very small group. Yes. Right. But, but so for other people, I'm like, I get if you want to challenge yourself and whatever. And but I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, you should just count it as part of the canon. Yeah, that you have and can yeah. can draw. From and maybe not doing want. 30 minutes of it in your new hour, but like having a few things here and there to always still kind of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, with I can only speak from the level I'm at. So it's like maybe if I got there and there was a true Look, demand. I know I was, you're a level three right now, but you, <laughs> I'm transitioning. <laughs> no, uh, but I, no, I agree. And yeah. there's there's comics that I want to see bits they do. I was yes. like, I want to see this bit live. Yes, yeah. And then you can see the way it's like a musician at their top of their game, where you're like, play that song I love and yeah. kick the shit out of it. I and I know how Teenage Dream sounds. <laughs> On this uh, on right. the album, yeah. I want to see Katy Perry do it live. Right. So, <laughs> like you said, the great musicians. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. Uh, uh, she shit. can fucking sing that boy. She can do. And was I worked with her one time? I was like, no, oh, she was very nice. When we did a PSA for voting in 2016. Oh, you and just got Adam's attention, boy. Yeah, because yeah. she's his, she's his number one. Oh, she was. Well, we were, if it's any consolation, we were half naked in the backseat of a car. Send me the link. (laughs) (laughs) Best of moment number two. They've been on the pod many times. Always crush fan faves. Their new album out is called Miracle Pill. It's the Goo Goo Dolls. Well, my wife is from Argentina. Yeah. Her Mm -hmm. family's from Argentina. And they're Latin, so 
they got her ears pierced about 12 seconds after she was born. Whoa. And I was like, how did you get my ears pierced till I was 13? This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to be part of the decision. I went to the yeah. mall. I went to Claire's like a real man. Yeah, I went to the Piercing Pagoda. <laughs> the Piercing <laughs> Pagoda. That yeah, sounds like that the was... best male porn star ever. <laughs> yeah. Did you see Oh, that? yeah, you're doing a scene with Piercing Pagoda? Oh, oh man. Oh, better wrap on. up. Oh, oh, this guy's got every STD. Uh, yeah. Was there... Um, can you determine from, and this will be helpful for Brad too, like yeah. from when when the uh, when your daughter was was born, and like first words, like mom, dad, like is there um, does she pick? I mean, obviously, like attached to mom yeah. through a lot of the experience yeah. prior to being born. So, is there a an allegiance that's already formed, or did she say dad first? And can you tell? I, like, I I think she said mama first. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and um, or I think she actually probably said Nona. Because do you guys have someone to help you? Do you have like like we, a, we're a mom, someone's mom moving in? Yes. Alexa. Okay. <laughs> yes, we yes. Alexa, feed we my Alexa. child. Yeah. Damn it! Because so, you know what we did. Oh, we, Alexa, have the talk about sex with my daughter. Thanks. <laughs> <Deuces>. <laughs> oh, okay. Dude, that's a great bit. You got a bet. You really? To the I'm writing that. That's so funny. Ultimate yeah. lazy parenting. Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of shit I hate. Is when you see like a kid sitting at a table in a restaurant with headphones and an iPad in front of him, just Mm-mm. like shoveling Mm-mm. mac and cheese into their face. Mm-mm. It's like, dude, talk to your kid. Yeah, get that shit out of here and that's... just talk to them. Now on yeah. airplanes, forget yeah. it. All bets are off. That's you want to smoke hours. crack? Yeah. If you're three and you <laughs> yeah, want to smoke crack Stay in the bathroom, yeah. go. Do yeah. It. Just, just does that I'll, knock you I'll, out for the five I'll, hours? I'll keister the rock and leave it in the bathroom for yeah. you. <laughs> but because you're not, you, you, all you care about is that people don't go. Oh, you that kid's a fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and I, I, my wife and I said that to each other when, when um, she was first born. We were like. If this kid grows up and she's an asshole, mm-hmm. it's our fault. Yeah. Not, not hers. Yeah. Yeah. It's our fault. Yeah. And you know what? She's my daughter is the only person ever in my entire life that I love without a second thought. Yeah. And my wife, like, I, 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 what a shitty job she's got. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you know, but at least she didn't, but we had her mom. Yeah, yeah, we, we had her yeah, mom. We we have her mom who who lives down the street, so, that, so that's awesome. going to help. That's you know, the greatest time. thing. Ever. So you break, right? So so we can have those times where I come back and be like, hey, we need a date night, or yeah. we need to go out, or we need right. to just not have a kid for two hours, so yeah. so, so we can feel like adults again. Totally, we need to go. We need to go to Jumbo's Clown Room right off of Sunset that's and great. drink some cheap beers and yeah. uh, ha- and go to have Dave fun. Yeah, yeah. in the bathroom, feel yeah. like a person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you yeah. take care of the relationship. Yeah, where where we'll turn to her mom and be like hey I'm gonna go fuck your daughter in the bathroom cause so we, so we feel yeah. like adults well that's, hey, that's kind of yeah. that's kind of the situation is like your sex life turns into like this Rubik's Cube fumbling <laughs> oh Jesus encounter like in the closet like you just like, shove her in the closet yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you know and just gotta hey, go fast got five fucking minutes yeah you know that's all you need don't worry I'll use two no. <laughs> all these supermen out there trying to go for 20 to 30 I'm like dude no. you're setting the bar too high no. man don't do it five to ten get in get out have your fun five to ten high five at the end that's all that's yeah. all you need yeah. you don't want to get too sweaty I don't want that either no. you know, that's a lot I don't want it so much the human body could take that's uh yeah short and sweet yeah it's always just yeah. short and sweet. That's my nickname. Yeah. <laughs> your nickname or your nickname? Both. <laughs> Best of moment number three: NBA star and now commentator Richard Jefferson. 
I just finished my rookie season as a broadcaster. So yeah. my goal is You're to be better then, yeah. in year two, year five, gotta year get your catchphrase. Well. Gotta get you my catchphrases, right? <laughs> Do you got any? <laughs> no. Damn, it's Mark Jackson stole fucking all the best ones. He's got all the best ones. Oh, God, yeah, you yeah, got Bill, Bill Walton's got great Bill Walton. Yes. Yeah, Can like, you just start like taking like uh, pre-existing slogans like ba da ba ba ba? Love that. Love that. Or throw it down, big fella. Oh, yeah. like, another, big fella. Now there was a guy who used to call hockey for the Florida Panthers who would take requests from the audience so after every goal he'd be like he shoots he scores make me a bicycle clown like he would just he just does quotes I like that I like that I might might have to do that like give me something that I have to mix into the broadcast and you know what Ian Eagle who is Amazing, yeah. Right, Iron Eagle has won all the awards as a broadcaster. He is so good. There is nothing that you can shoot at him. Like I remember, like in like I try and push my limits. In yeah. Anything I do, I sure. remember he was like, so you know, blah 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 is going to be doing color commentary, and I was like, hey, Iron, we prefer the term African American. He's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, 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 oh, Richard, I see, I see, you haven't quite learned the broadcasting terminology yet, and I know, oh, yeah. We're just, and it's just like you're so fucking good that like yeah. I can't even rattle yeah. you. Like, I, I threw a racist yeah. joke at you <laughs> that you could not touch. Dude, well, you shake it. Because yeah. he, he's got to know how to do it when he's on the broadcast and some fan drunkenly does yells some so stuff good. and the mics pick it up. Yeah, like, I did, be, I, yeah, I did one and we were guy. talking about nicknames and stuff. And he's yeah. like, did Channing Fry any nicknames from you? I was like, nah, he used to call me Dick. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, as in Nixon, and I was like, well, I was like, well, Ian, that is my name, yeah. and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, and yeah. so the you know the Cavs score another two pointer, and, like, <laughs> and it's like that's, that's fun. It's like you're pushing the limits in things that like are like normal, but it's like you know to have a professional next to you that even if you go too far or you're put like he's got your back a hundred percent. Oh, so he's you, so good. So your name, so your name is Richard. So you can give players. Dick names. Dick names, yeah. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. So yeah. Shaq's got Shaq and a fool. You could have dick names. Yeah, dick names. The, the dick of the week. <laughs> the dick of the week. Yeah, Richard's, Richard's dick, dick pick. Of the week. Richard's, Richard's dick, dick pick. Oh, oh, there you go. God, dude. We just did it. did it. We're going to get it. even kidding. The That's... dick pick of the week. <laughs> Doris Burke is going to be like, and now, and now for the dick pick of the week. I might have to legally change my name to, to Dick to get it through. <laughs> dick Richard. But like, like, my name is now Dick Jefferson, everybody. Yeah. Dick pick of the week. I think it's awesome. That's genius. Who's dude? Who's going to win the Christmas Day game. Dick, Let's yeah. go to the dick, dick pick of the week. Dick pick of the week. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, ESPN, make so it happen. Awesome. <laughs> it's going to happen. I'm going to get it done. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm going to. I, so I, I said something the other day. It was like, I, I was talking, because we have all this stuff that you don't know if you can get it in. Yeah, sure. And, and one of our producers, Nick Tufts, who's my guy for Get Up, he was just like, I said something. Um, I was like, you think I can get away with this? He's like, I don't know. Try it. So I was like, yeah, you see this? This is, this is called coaches porn. This is what coaches get excited about. Yeah. And everyone was like, like, okay, you apparently you can say coaches porn. Awesome, now. dude. Like, this is what coaches <laughs> This is why you're gonna about. flourish, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. that kind of shit, man, is just a little bit more Hang connectability yeah, and a little like, bit more like, like real like, people like, shit. He just say coaches porn. It's like, yes, this and is, guess what it is? Because this is what this is literally what our coaches would say to us yes. in film sessions. He's like, see this, look at this defense, look at this scramble, look at the dial. See, that's coaches porn. This is what we watch when we're home by ourselves. Dude, you're right? gonna tell me George that. Carl didn't get hard thinking he figured out how to stop Matumbo? <laughs> oh my god, yeah, 100. percent And that's the thing is like for me, it's just trying to have that type of fun yeah. but dick pick of the week is tuned that's got to be worth at least that a couple is, free tickets that is def- oh 100 <laughs> yeah. okay, guys guys best of moment number four wrestler podcaster comedian actor chris jericho 
Wait, so you said you always knew you wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah. And what this tracks back to when? Like, was there a day or moment you saw? Well, to me, I'll, t- I'll tell you, and this is something that's the, the God's honest truth. Uh, I started watching wrestling with my grandmother when I was eight or nine. Whoa. Because in Winnipeg, there was, uh, Saturday night was like, I call it like the triumvirate of the three coolest things you could watch when you're a kid. It was the Bugs Bunny hour oh, from, uh, from four to five, no, from five to six. Yeah, yeah. Six to seven was AWA wrestling out of uh, Minneapolis. Okay. Gagne, Nick Bockwinkle, that's where Hogan started. Mm-hmm. And then from seven on was Hockey Night in Canada. So oh, if you're a Canadian dude. Wow, dude. That's, what do you want? That's I it. I mean, Mary right. fuck kill that line <laughs> of television. Someone say the Bugs matches were the best at that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Um, so, Don Cherry, so dude, come on. Uh, I, I just was super into wrestling. and um, Your and grandma, was, what she was, she, she got was, you. She was really into it. Like to the point where, like, That's you know, yeah, she was super into it, and, she and was, so she would kind of fill you in on what was well, going. on. She was kind of quiet, but she was just like she just loved wrestling, and I would watch it with her. And, That's awesome. And she hated the bad guys, and I loved Jesse the Body Ventura, yeah, yeah. who she hated, and I didn't want to disrespect my grandma, but I was like, sure. this guy's pretty fucking rad, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. Know. <laughs> kind of and like I was guys. also super into music at the time. I was really a huge Beatles fan at mm-hmm. eight or nine, and not like. A be like I knew everything. I had all the books, and I could tell you who Magic Alex was, and wow. okay. what a you know what a Blue Meanie is, and yeah. So all I was thinking is like I fucking want to be in a band, but I also want to be a wrestler. Oh, fuck it, I'll just do both. <laughs> and I decided that probably about twelve or thirteen years old, like which wow. is just insane because a they're 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 these two careers that when you're a kid, yeah, every kid wants to be a pro wrestler, every right. kid wants to be a pro athlete, every kid wants to be a rock star. Then even as you get older. And you look at what it takes to be both in a band and a wrestler. It takes a lot of dedication, a lot of hours, and your yeah. and, and your schedule is batshit insane for both of those jobs. Right. So the fact that now you're actively in AEW while you're working on the new Fozzie album, yeah, and touring both mm-hmm. is insane. It, it really is, and it's one of those things. Sometimes, because to me, it's just always been. My thing, like you're talking yeah. 35 years of, yeah. of, of this. When you step outside, look, I read Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography a couple of years ago, which was really good. And he told people when he was 14, yeah. I'm going to be the biggest movie star in America and I'm going to be the world champion bodybuilder at oh 14. And they went, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, that and, and he's saying in America when at the time yeah. his accent was even worse than it is now. Exactly. Yeah. The biggest star in America. <laughs> and you're like, One day Danny DeVito will be my best friend. Like, Dude, you are like, full of shit. Right yeah, now, yeah, man. DeVito's never going for you. And that's right. what I was thinking. Like, like he knew from the start. And, and one thing for me, like whether whether I was going to do it or, or, or whether it was going to happen or not, I was going to try. And I had a vision at 13 or 14. And like for my kids or any kid, like the worst thing you could do is finish high school and really not know what you want to do. Yeah, just be and lost. A lot of kids don't. And not at yeah. least, like you said, uh, have a vision. Like, be able to see. Yeah. Like, be able to at least see um, where you want to get to. And then, it's, you know, finding the path and, and yeah. getting the uh, the consistent drive and, and and habits developed sure. to go towards that. That takes time. But, it like, does. at least being like, fucking, there it is. And I, I it's crystal clear. And I'm going to go for it. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what I had. I had, you know, both of these ideas. And I was in a band at 13. My high school band was called Scimitar. 
Fuck and yeah. Great dude. name. Where, Scimitar. By the yeah. way, when's Scimitar getting back together? <laughs> right? It's funny because we did a show about our high school bands on Talk is Jericho, my podcast, yeah, yeah. with the other guys in Fozzie. And I played, I found some old Scimitar songs yes. and played them on the podcast. And people were saying, yeah, we want a Scimitar reunion, you know? Whoa. Wow. You know, then you said the guitar player is still angry and <laughs> doesn't play anymore. I'm like, yeah. we're not was doing the, a reunion. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name of one of your best Scimitar songs? Just curious. Uh, Sour Grapes. All right. Uh, 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 <laughs> there you go. It's not bad. Baby, a, baby Psycho was a good one. Baby yes. Psycho. That would baby. be my wrestling name. Yeah. <laughs> baby Psycho. <laughs> good God Almighty, that's Baby Psycho's music. Best of moment number five, the hilarious Pete Lee. Is um, cheese really as... Um, you know, celebrated as people joke about. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's oh certain yeah. like people talk about Seattle and like coffee and suicide, and like, yeah, those things actually <laughs> do exist there. You know, I love uh, that cheese is our suicide. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that's a suicide is the name of your next album. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're a band from Wisconsin, how do you not have a song called Cheese is Our Suicide? <laughs> that is so funny. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't wreak havoc on families. Just your colon. <laughs> that's, that's what it does. It just binds you up for a little while. Um, I mean. It, it's just, it's just it's so good and it it's is. so fresh and um like when yeah. we were little kids like we would eat like a heavy pasta for you know or like a casserole and then nice. we would be drinking glasses of milk and um and then like you'd have like so much dairy yeah like yeah. you'd have like two glasses of milk and i remember when i first got to new york i, I lived there for 12 years and uh, i remember i was eating a cheesecake with this girl i was on a date with and she yeah. goes oh that's so rich and i was like what do you mean like, like what this is nothing i had no <laughs> idea what rich meant i had no because that just wasn't a part of my in so many ways yeah she's <laughs> like you know when the milk gets in your stomach and you just go like oh and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> you like you know what it's like to not have milk in your stomach yeah it's like, <laughs> Like, like, that's just called the satisfying rumbling of your tummy, right? Yeah, that's it, was, it. <laughs> it was crazy. And like, uh, and then, you know, I'd, I'd be hanging out with my friends and then um, like I would have like five beers and they'd be like, whoa, dude, like, like, are you? Okay? And I wouldn't be drunk at all. I'd be like, you guys want to do some shots, too? And they'd be like, you have a problem. I'm like, this is normal. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is all normal. You drink milk and then you drink until you fall, you're asleep, yeah. basically. Holy so like, shit. Do you, is that is there like a, is there like a scene from my big fat? Greek wedding where the scene was like oh he's a vegetarian cool I'll make lamb like is there like <laughs> that scene in Wisconsin where you go like oh I'm lactose intolerant okay I'll get you low fat milk or like like yeah. is, is, is there that where they just don't understand that that's an actual thing yeah we'll put some ice cubes in your milk if you can't <laughs> handle it it's um I'll yeah. water it down yeah. I the first time I ever even heard of lactose intolerant was on Seinfeld when he had that joke he's like I'm lactose intolerant I don't mm-hmm. like lactose and I don't tolerate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I remember going like, "That's such a funny joke." But then I was like, "What is that?" And there was no Google. <laughs> yeah, no Google. So you had to yeah take out your trusty old World Book Encyclopedia. And nobody's <laughs> lactose intolerant in Wisconsin, right? No. So there's no frame of reference. Yeah. Even if you had the allergy, you would just grow accustomed to it. You would like yeah. James Bond yourself with the poison, <laughs> but with lactose, you just yeah. figure it out. Or like mainline lactose. Yeah. No, and that that's my theory behind all these. Fucking uh, peanut allergies. I don't think people are actually allergic to peanuts. Really? Yeah. I, I truly don't. I think it's people that just haven't been like exposed to them at all. And, and they're just they're, terrified. And they're, and they're terrified and they're not like, and they need to be slowly exposed to them. I think that might be true because, you know, I mean, look at a lot of these airplanes. They're 20 years old or, yeah. you know, like they're a really old airplane and they've been, they've been serving peanuts on them forever. Right. And there's like peanut dust in the cracks. Like, yeah. Like, if you were. 
If you were that sensitive to peanuts, you would go insane just being in an airport. Well, some people yeah. do. Some people have like, you know, uh, they've, was it, uh, where was this? Were they, I think, turned the plane around because somebody was having an attack. But then I was like, they never specified what the attack was like. I was like, how do you know somebody didn't just freak the fuck out? Because yeah. they're like, something bad will happen. And they were just like, God damn it. Just laying the plane. Someone, like, yeah. Some, yeah. Someone left their emotional support dog on the <laughs> fucking ticket counter. <laughs> but like, like, like you. you're right though. It's always, like the smell of it and everything's around there like there's no way you can't you you, you can never go see a baseball game yeah there's you yeah die. yeah you die you would like you 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 would die just watching it on tv yeah like it, like it would like it, it would like permeate do you think through. they can't even sing the seventh inning stretch song and they just like have to meet themselves when they're like buy me some oh god and cracker jacks we're, just buy me the cracker jacks we're two seconds away and mark my words oh our god, fans somebody complaining listen to this someone's gonna go to a baseball game and be like i thought yeah, has peanut allergy. Why would you want to go why to the stand and buy think, them? Why? What? That song encourages him yeah. to buy peanuts and if, cracker jacks. If my son even sees a man in a top hat with a monocle, it reminds him <laughs> of Mr. Peanut, and he he chokes to death. <laughs> Best of moment number six, John Rudnitsky. Now, let now well, the last time I saw you, yeah, at, um, I didn't know this was a part of a press tour. I just thought you're friends with the coach from Friday Night Lights, Kyle Chandler. Well, well, no, well, so we, Kyle Chandler is like, Look at John. Is, is in Catch Twenty Two. Yes, your new your new show on Hulu. In my new show on Hulu, and he lives in Austin, Texas. Okay, so I told him I was coming down there for a show. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, I'm coming." I'm All right, shows, and so I'm so nervous because I got coached. I mean, I'm a huge Friday Night Lights fan. Yeah, I grew up watching. What do you that love show. about it? I mean, your reenactment of the uh, you know big game on Conan was like priceless, and Thank I feel you. like in every other episode of that show, yeah, yeah, yeah. a moment like that. It was from that show yeah. that I did that, yeah. and yeah. then uh, I did a Friday Night Lights bit on Conan for those who haven't seen it, and then That's brilliant, and then. Kyle Chandler came to see my set, and so he got to see me do the Friday Night Lights Whoa. bit. Whoa. Now, are Austin. you extra nervous being like, this is the guy that inspired the bit, watching the bit? 100%. I was really nervous. I really wanted him to be involved in the Conan set, too, though. I wanted oh, yeah. him to come out and Oh, sure, a to like have a headset on and just yeah, come out and, do that, and then like do that coach move. And give me a hug. Yeah, do, that, do, the, do, the, do the coach move where you put your hands on your knees. You're like, it all yeah, comes you, down to this. Yeah, yeah, you pick up the clipboard and you say something underneath. <laughs> It, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, so Kyle was in the show, and 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 I was. I mean, we got along on set, but mm-hmm. that was the most we ever hung out was in Texas when he came. I mean, because it was a festival. I had three shows. He came with me to all three shows. We took wow. shots in between Come on. each. Um, in between Shut each up. show, I must yeah, have got we you running. after your second show because you guys were both really happy. Yeah, we were so happy. We were <laughs> like I like I did. I'm a I'm a fan of the guy as well. Of course, he's the investigator in Wolf of Wall Street and uh, yeah, and, Bloodline. Yeah, um, and does all this stuff, and then I'm seeing this guy. And I'm just like. Like, look at Rudnitsky hanging with the coach. Hanging with coach. I mean, I looked up to him so much. And, uh, and it turns and to out be able to hang out with him. And he's a great guy. He's a great. He's everything you'd want Kyle Chandler to be. Like, at, at, chicks at, love first, him. First too. of all, we, I mean, we go awesome. to get a drink, and he's like, "Well, let's get the jerky." You know, on the menu, it's, it's like there's like beef jerky. He's like, "Let's order a bit of the jerky," and, uh, and then we're drink, we're like drinking cocktails, eating beef jerky at this like the oldest hotel in Austin, Texas. I'm like, this is. 
doesn't get more Texas than this. Yeah. So I'm with Kyle. And he starts telling stories about Friday Night Lights. And at one point, he's, you know, he said, you know, there were a lot of uh, fires going on down in Texas while I was shooting down there. And I, I volunteered uh, for the fire department while I was. So I'm like, he's coaching the Dillon Panthers and putting out fires. <laughs> He's the most. Did you feel less of a I'm man? Because like I'm feeling like a pussy right oh now, my hearing God, about 100%. this. One hundred percent. Yeah, like, he, uh, that is uh, that is so gratifying to know that that's what he is. Uh, that that's what he's doing. You know, my and God. And he even said he goes. Uh, he goes, you know, I almost didn't go to the Emmys because of the fires, you know, because the fires that were going on. And I was like, but you won the Emmy. And he's like, I know. Could you imagine how good the press would have been if I didn't friggin' go? And I'm like, Kyle Chandler can't be here to accept his award. He's too busy rescuing kitties, babies from burning buildings, you know? Did, wait, did he answer a lot of Friday night questions? Did you like? Well, no, but when we walked around town, like people would come up because he's like kind of a hometown hero. Sure, like, sure, sure. At one of the bars we got a shot at, the brothers were like, you might not remember, but I was an extra in, you know, season two. Did he remember? Yeah, he's like, of course, yeah, good to see you. Yeah, I was going to say, no, no, like, because he doesn't fucking like, remember. Like, nobody, yeah. like, an extra in season two. He doesn't two. watch, I mean, like, I don't know if, like, he watches all of his stuff. He's, like, that cool of a guy where he's, like, not wow. really into the, like, he, like, lives on a farm in Texas. Just trying to keep that he's whole life. He's, like, I feel like life. he's, like, fixing a radio probably <laughs> most of the time. He's, like, so, like, he's somehow restoring a wagon, you know? Always just restoring like, a wagon. <laughs> just, like, a, he's got a nice wood finish on that. It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's, like, it's like him and Nick Offerman just call each other and talk about wood but wood. not but not in a sexy way but just but, but, but it becomes sexy because yeah, yeah, those guys talking that, about right, it exactly yeah they're like oh, I'm, I'm working on a canoe right now kyle what are you doing and he's like yeah, oh, yeah doing a wagon <laughs> doing a wagon you know <laughs> yep did my wagon last just week. man stuff where, I, where i'm like such man stuff where i'm like uh, calling people like oh, could someone come paint this wall like i can't i'm useless crap. i've never been to a home depot you uh, can't do any of that I can't do. I couldn't. I couldn't build Legos as a kid. <laughs> well, that's something I would announce on a podcast ever again. <laughs> Best of moment number seven: the man of a thousand voices, Eric Bauza. <laughs> uh, now we we talked about doing prank calls. Uh, is that is 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 that something you'd be willing to do right now? Right now, sure. Yeah. I mean, like anytime we have a brilliant impression uh, impressionist on, or um, or just I mean, great voice actor, we call this Thai restaurant. Uh, Pia did it as Jeff Bridges. Ari Spears did it as DMX. Uh, Dana Carvey did as Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, so yeah. be honored if you would. Um, <laughs> I mean, what's, I'm thinking. I'm thinking bugs. Yeah, bugs. But I mean, sure. like if you want to, you know, if somebody else is in the background wants to add. What's an crazy order. is is that bugs is really just one accent away from being an actual Thai person. So funny. <laughs> Oh my God! And you go from New York to the Bronx, and then just do Thai, <laughs> and it's just the same voice. <laughs> they might actually think that it's okay. Let's try something. Yeah, okay, here. Okay, let's so, try something. Oh sweet, yeah. So hold it up. You want to hold up to the yeah. microphone? Yeah. Okay. She can just talk. Yeah. Speaker. Hello. Yes, hi. Hi, uh, this is Saharat. Huh? Saharat. Hello? Who? Saharat, I'm gonna be uh, late for work today. Hold on. I'm waiting. What's up, Doc? I'm sorry? What's up, Doc? I was uh, wondering if I could order for delivery. 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You guys got any carrots? Yeah. Uh, carrot pad thai. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I'm craving. Uh, carrot, carrot pad thai. No, no meat. I'm a vegetarian. Really uh, trying to no cut back on the, the, the red meat intake. I'm sorry? Uh, we don't have vegetarian here. No, you don't. No, we don't. Uh, hold on. Uh, my friend, okay, hold on. My friend's gonna order. Hold on. Hello? Hi. Do you have duck? Yeah, we have duck. Shame on you! You know, I'm a duck and I find that very offensive. I think they hung. <laughs> oh my! As soon as oh, God. as soon as I duck shamed them, oh, it was yeah. over. Yeah. Um, How dare you? I, do you I represent duck. the duck. Yeah. <laughs> you have duck. Oh my God! Dude, I'm gonna dude. serve a Thai person at my restaurant. <laughs> Best of moment number eight from Veep, Arrested Development, and Archibald's next big thing, which I do some voices on. It's on Netflix. The hilarious Tony Hale. Now, when you walk onto a set, are you holding your Emmys? <laughs> you know what? It's weird. I am. Because <laughs> I noticed you brought you brought, you brought them with you today. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're in my bathroom. Yeah, just to give me what something if to shoot for. I made for. them into like earrings or something. Like that. <laughs> um, people would think. Here's the best part about being uh, hilarious. Uh, people would go, "What a great gag!" Yeah. And you're like, "Oh yeah, it's a gag." But painful. Yeah. 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 Um, it's it's uh no no I I've, I don't they're in my kitchen. They're, cool. Well, they're, my wife actually had one before I did because she's a makeup artist and she got one for this gig she did in New York so hers always had the top shelf and mine I haven't gotten to the top shelf now yet. when you b- before you got your Emmys mm-hmm. was she always like well there's at least some talent in the family <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah she's hoarding it over me <laughs> just like so like when you would have arguments would it be like well I think we should go with the Emmy winner <laughs> Is that yeah. and now and, that, and now you know, every argument? Yeah, and now you're like, yes, yeah. we should. Here we, are my two, yeah. <laughs> two Yahtzee. Yeah. Would have oh, been man. three if not for Ty Burrell. <laughs> would have been back to back to back. You you would have been the Chicago Bulls of the Emmys. Oh man, is that as How cool as it? seems you know what was cool about it is i re- i'm gonna get all meta now but i remembered it and i right. think because i remember going into it i was working <laughs> i'm already getting into therapy i'm gonna get into therapy guys <laughs> let's do it so i remember the emmys were coming up i had been nominated i was blown away that i was even nominated Why? i remember i think just it's a it's a party you never think you'd be invited to you know yeah. and and, that, and I, I remember your category is just stacked there's a lot there's Holy. a lot of really talented guys and i remember when it was coming up i was like oh god this is so over overwhelming mm-hmm. and thinking and I, what I typically do is I minimize it just to survive it's like oh there's people you know people dying all over the world we're spinning on a planet yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter yeah. yeah just to kind of get through it because it can be overwhelming and I remember this therapist was like I want you to breathe I want you to look around I want you to say this is where I am I'm at the Emmys and because I did that I remember it because wow. every, every other time when I kind of minimize and not that you want to have I do also want to have a uh, realistic viewpoint of it but many times I would kind of push it away because it's too overwhelming yeah and those are the times I don't remember because of it and Damn. did you write a speech were, like were, were you prepared I, I, I had in case it were to happen I had bullet points because okay. I knew I wanted to thank this theater that I grew up with which was like a safe haven for me in Tallahassee Florida so I knew yeah. that I had that that I wanted to thank 
That's good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's good that you do the bullet points to where, I mean, <clears throat> hell, you're an improviser, so you can kind of... I'm not, though. You're, you're, you're not? I'm not an improviser. I'm, I... We'll edit that out. I... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I mean, was, yes, because I said you're an improviser and you denied it. So you're obviously not an improviser. Exactly. You did not yes and. I did not yes and you. Um, Best of moment number nine, Marcellus Wiley. No one picks football. Football chooses you. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Everyone chooses basketball. <laughs> like, we yeah. all like, hey, I'm going to play basketball. <laughs> yeah. And then basketball play, nah, we ain't choosing you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, now, and now yeah. you even look at uh, who's the kid from Oklahoma, Ky- uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. He's choosing football, it looks like, yeah. over a pro baseball. And everyone's looking at him like, what? No. Right. Get the guaranteed money. Get, yeah. get the big contracts. It's weird. It changed. Like, there was a day in the 80s when I first started playing sports. So you're yeah. looking at this. Basketball and baseball clearly made more money than football. I mean, football players were like having off-season jobs. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And now, per dollar, per season, even though it's not guaranteed, they're all in the same world. Yeah. The difference is in baseball, it takes you like seven years to get your money. Like yeah, if you're a big, big time, big contract. Big contract yeah. uh, NBA, you get the rookie extension so right. you can get a little money and yeah. then you get your big contract. Yeah, yeah. Football, dudes make money from day one. Even yeah. though there's a rookie wage scale, uh, you could be Lamar Jackson and make $8 million a year and you're the 32nd pick in the first round. Yeah. So Damn. Kyler Murray's making a, a short-term smart decision now because it's not guaranteed contracts. Right. Except Kirk Cousins, uh, <laughs> you got to make sure we'll you change that game. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to stay at that level. But no one wants to play 162 games and travel to Milwaukee and yeah, and, ride, and ride the bus, yeah. doing the minors. Will they ever cut the baseball schedule? It's just always. I mean, you see, like every year, the stadiums, like at some month to month span, yeah, look like fucking Hanson concerts. You know, like where you're just like, yeah, people are like, yeah, there's still oh, the games have it's happening. I guess I'll go, but mm-hmm. I got these tickets from a friend. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, baseball is just too long, and then no one, like I know a lot of baseball players, and you just talk to them, and they're like, dude, um, it's a grind. It's huh? just a grind. Like, they're bored there. Like in the right. game, in game experience, they're bored. Why do you think my boy Griffey fell asleep? I mean, that <laughs> fucking sucks. And guess what? He deserves the nap after everything right. after he saved baseball in our city yeah and yeah. everyone would try to come down on him and the timing was just so bad obviously was. he was like about to retire and then he like just bailed right after that but like it's, hey baseball knows it too games. how it's the only sport think about it they know it's boring in the seventh inning they're like hey, everybody get up wake up <laughs> come, on, come on y'all alright let's oh sing together God. wake up wake yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. the song should be called wake the fuck up there's yeah. two more innings left <laughs> exactly Dude. what other sport ever thinks about hey wait a minute yeah. Where's everybody? What is everybody doing? No one right. is paying Dude, attention. That is it's, so funny. That's it's, baseball. It, 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 that, that's just how it is. And like 162 games, and they can't shorten the season because baseball more than the other sport is statistics. It's yeah. all about the holy records right, and, the, and the Ironmans and the, and, and, and the how many home runs did you hit in a year, batting averages yeah. and war and all that crap. Yeah. And now it's like, well, if we shorten it to 120 games, then it's not going to be authentic. It's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> well, the, and the economic model is yeah. so regional and localized and the, their individual networks per teams, right. the teams that are, are, are blessed to have it, they can't give up that product. They can't give up that money. That's the money. Those hits, right. put them out there. We don't care if only twelve people are watching. Yeah, Shit, that's we why need they want that, to do that, that, that volume. Why, that's why they want to stretch the NFL season to twenty games or whatever the hell. So they Dude, can stretch make it to fifty. Money. Let's fucking go. Like fifty <laughs> games, two a week. 
Ooh, you oh, imagine fuck that? that, dude. Oh, anything geez. to get Tebow back in football. Back. <laughs> anything to get Tebow back. Man, they did that boy wrong. Oh, what man. is the true mental toughness? And again, you talk about this and never shut up, which you can get Amazon, Google Play, yeah. Barnes & Noble. What's your favorite spot to tell people to get it at? Is there uh, one? All those, audible.com. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. My website, shit, I should say that first. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go to marcelswiley.com. You'll you, see me. Did you do your own Audible book? Yes, oh, I did. There, there you go. Yo, That's the great. grind of my life. Talk about that. No, I don't ever again. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So I should have known something when the publisher, she hit me and she was like, so are you interested in doing your audio book? And for that even to be a question, you have to know that that must be a mountain. It must be a bear because they're like, right. it's my book. Yeah, I want to talk about my book and say my book. And she's like, and then my agent hit me on the side. I was like, I'm going to tell you right now, it's a grizzly. It, it's a mother. <laughs> yeah. But- if you do it, if you finish it, it's going to be amazing. You're going to be so happy with the product. Cool. I, I play football. Bill Parcells double days, triple days in, in college. I, like, I'm not bleeding in a studio. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Good. She. <laughs> You've also been talking on air for a long time, and you're super, like, you know, not losing your voice, I'm sure. You're like, I got this. I'm, yeah. I'm energetic. I got yeah. enough, like... Okay, the first first of all, it took three full days, seven hours a session, 21 hours in there. That wasn't even that bad. The worst part was they wanted verbatim, line for line, word for word. Okay, not bad. Yeah. But then what happens is you read the line and you can read it correctly, phonetically, but mm. you didn't put the emotion or the context oh, because it's your book. Man. So wow. then I'm like, oh shit, yeah, this is my life. Oh, I gotta put them, the, the listener in that place. You gotta, you gotta make them feel like you're just talking about this yeah. once. And it's all coming out. Yeah. So then you go back and you say, oh, I got the context. You nail the context, but then you fumble over a word. (laughs) Oh, shit. So now I'm on my third take on the first line. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my God. And there's some producer that's with you that they have to be on their game the whole time to know that when you mispronounced a word or if you did, hey, man, uh, you should be more excited because this is what's coming up or this is what you're building to. You've done this before. At some point, you just say, fuck it, get Rich Eisen to read it. Like, you just go, like, you get, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just like you know what man like they're not gonna yeah. tell the difference yeah, right. he's got a smooth voice too I would love too. for Rich Eisen to talk about growing up in Compton oh my yeah. god that would be that, that's better than I was gonna say Earl Jones but yeah. You know I mean? well yeah for sure dude. I mean if, if Mufasa does my book it's a wrap like that shit's selling bro oh my god best of moment number 10 we were all high in this one Doug Benson I do a, a, a mean Obama impression but it's just one word let's hear it and it's just it's what he says when you know Somebody says something to him that he doesn't want to hear and mm-hmm. he's not having it. He goes, listen. <laughs> Dude. That's it was like having him right there in your ears, wasn't way it? Way better For than I thought it was going to be. I know, right? It's yeah. crazy. Well, yeah. Wow. How did you find access to that part of your... So wait. Because so he says it so much that yeah. I just got used to hearing him say it and then I just started saying it. And, well, yeah, like, and the other one is you go, look. <laughs> hey, Doug's an impressionist. Yeah. How do you know? Didn't know. Have you heard well, of Obama? Also, this guy Ross Marquand does these yes. micro impressions, yes. and yes. he does a bunch of them, and he's great at it. But it just got me excited about that concept <laughs> because I don't. I'm not great at impressions, <clears throat> but I think I can get little get one word, little, little, little short ones, yeah. or find something a sound that just sounds like that person. Yeah. 
<laughs> Wait, let's all like do that. Like what they would normally okay. sound Let's like, all do that. Let's like, pick an actor. Each person will each go around trying to do the micro impression of that. Okay. You ready? But like, do we, you pick your own actor? No. Like, like <laughs> Brad. I tell you okay. one. Okay. Oh, okay. You tell him one. Yeah. He okay. tells me one. Yes. Should all right. we all go at the same time? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> ready? One. Oh, wait. Two. Wait, wait, we got, who's the actor? <laughs> no, no, no. We tell, we, oh. we, we tell everyone at the same time. Oh, okay. We have point to the person who yeah. has to do it. Okay. You're mine. Yeah. All right. By the I, way, I feel like this like is a, a Quentin Tarantino movie where we all have guns on each other. But we have tattle guns. Yeah. <laughs> We're little kids. You did it. All right. I think you need at least one full Mexican for a Mexican standoff. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm a fortune one, cookie last night. One, two, three. Nicholas Michael J. Page. Fox. Oh, What'd God. you say? I said, Lee, I said Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson, okay. Uh, By the way, I said of Cage. course, what did you say would follow that? Right, like, but I heard, heard You did? Yeah. yeah. Who? I forgot it already. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, you, you, you said to me Michael J. Fox. Michael I said Kira Sedgwick. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> okay, no, I did say that. Yeah, All right. Michael J. Fox, that's kind of, that's kind of mean. Why? <laughs> I'm thinking it's Family more, Ties. Fox. It's more of a visual impression. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm also okay. Right. It's hard, I'm just saying it's hard to do him without like say, sounding like you're attacking his ailment. No, no, oh, no, no. I think you're doing from Back to the Future. I can do it. That's what I was thinking of. Back I, to the Future, okay, Michael. I, got, I think right. I could do that one too. I, all right. Let's go. I think we should all take well, a shot at each other. Yes. Okay. So that's the first one up. First one up. So let's all do. Let's all do Michael J. Fox. When we work on the pitch, this can't be. Because what if we were in the room and then just looked over and saw. No, we'll do this. Just going, what? Uh, uh. <laughs> okay, there's a show. Do they know we've walked in? Yeah. All, right. All right. So, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Here we go. Go ahead, Brad. Doc. Yeah, see, I was going to say Doc, too. That's, yeah. That's, okay. That's the word. But the voice. The voice didn't sound like him. <laughs> so, that's what we're judging. We're judging the impression, yeah, yeah. the micro. Doc. There, there you go. That's a little better. I think so. That's like a guy who can't do a Yogi Bear going, boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? Like you well, just said also, what he said. He also always had this thing where his voice was always cracking or he sounded well, like he was I'm about saying. to cry. Doc! Yeah, yeah. See? That Doc! Was, okay. Now let me try. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say zoinks. <laughs> but that's Scooby or like Shaggy. Zoink Scooby. All right. All right. Here we go. All right, Michael, ready? Here we go. Here we go. Time machine. <laughs> What the, that, that felt like Bob, someone, Bob? That, that felt like something was choking Michael J. Fox and he had to say two words to, let, to, to get him to let go and those two words were time machine be like time machine tell me how you got here <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, what was the next one yeah what, what, what was the one you said to Adam Biff uh, <laughs> do a Biff do Tom Wilson take your hands off her Biff um, alright what are we doing now well it's whoever you said to Adam cause he said Michael J. Fox to me I said I said Nicholas Cage Nicholas Cage okay yeah okay. alright uh, Nicholas Cage yeah I got you ready okay go why <laughs> You could do a setup to it too. You could be like, okay, like the one I do in my act is I say, uh, okay. "This is Christopher Walken finding out his flight's been canceled." Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. All right, that's good. All right. So this is Nicolas Cage um, stubbing his toe uh, on the dishwasher. Ouch. <laughs> 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 this is 
Is that funny because I'm stoned or is that funny because it's funny? Oh, maybe a little both. I think it's both. That's my new closer. That's my new closer. Everything's more fun when you're high. It is. This is. This game rules. How much more fun? This game rules, by the way. This is Nicolas Cage putting his hand inside of a snowman without a glove on. Oh, boy. That could have gone bad. (laughs) (laughs) Nicolas Cage. You think it went good? Nicholas Cage putting his hand inside a snowman without wearing a glove. Oh. <laughs> he, he has to have somewhat a steely, steely reserve. It's in your fucking face. There's so much of that. That's 84% is the cage face. Mm. Got, you got you got oh, to do the cage face. That was so good, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, that, that was it. You just did the impression. What? <laughs> you just went, Nicholas Cage oh. being impressed at Brad's impression on the podcast. What's, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> what's the girl's name in... Uh, what's Laura Dern's name <laughs> in... Uh, Amy. They're chasing her. Oh, no. What's Laura Dern's <laughs> what? name in Crazy... Uh, uh, Asians? Wild at Heart. Oh. <laughs> crazy what? Wild at Heart. Oh. oh. I will find it out. He's got like, it's like Lulu or something like okay. that. So this, so this is oh what? Nicholas Cage saying her name? <laughs> what? <laughs> just, I'm just having a great I time. I just want to know what her name is. <laughs> you don't need to know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> Lord Dern's character. Co- the cop who comes in to play this game says Wild that. Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart. Yeah. Okay. By the way, on that, I'd like to piggyback on that and go, what's the name of the girl Lula, who played the... Lula oh. Pace Fortune. <laughs> Lula? Yeah, Lula. Okay. This is <laughs> This is Nicolas Cage in Wild at Heart when he's disappointed in okay. his girlfriend. <laughs> Lula. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Did you guys did you guys see Mandy? Uh, More? No, the concert? <laughs> no, there's a movie called Mandy starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, no. I did not. And very early on in the movie, this isn't a spoiler, mm-hmm. uh, this, you, one of you guys play his, his uh, wife. Okay. Uh, just you'll know, what to, you'll know what to say. <laughs> okay, I'll be the wife. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> knock, knock. <clears throat> Who's there? <laughs> er- Eric Estrada. <laughs> um... Eric Estrada who? Eric Estrada from Chips. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie in the movie? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. And I saw a matinee where uh, it was me and my girlfriend, and then like uh, another row had several comics in it, including yeah. uh, Brent Weinbach and Jacob Sirov. And yes. that row and my row were the, only, were the only places that lost their minds over that. <laughs> sure. And I was like, oh, my God, this movie's going to be so fucking funny if he says shit like that <laughs> while it's also this you know satanic horror you know <laughs> awful serial killer thing what would be and, your uh, favorite <laughs> Nicolas Cage movie if you had if you, mm. if you had to watch one Nicolas Cage movie the rest of your life well I think I <laughs> um, that was more that sound like Reagan um, well, well I probably watch Con Air <laughs> but that's the thing about these micro impressions is like everybody can do Reagan saying well yeah because he didn't even necessarily say it that much I don't think right, but it just, just took that, one famous per, like yeah, somebody on yeah, SNL like, or somebody yeah, SNL or Robin Williams or someone well, best of moment number 11 Sean Palofsky 
Now, the, now, like, what goes on in a gay cruise besides? Oh, really? Well, besides <laughs> are you the things that we know? Right. Yeah. Like, like I don't know much like, more than that. Yeah. Like, what makes it? You know, it. Uh, I guess it's probably the most fun cruise of all time. I have to say, I've never been on a cruise with heterosexual people. I've don't only do been on. I know. I just people it's are like do you, and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. You know, it's just kind more of more Adams. Uh. Yeah. It's very. It's very. It's very bitchy. But yeah. you know, I've been. Spoil with these with these boats because you know you can have like five thousand six thousand gay men and the you know most of them are really nice to look at so well not so much but you you know you you witness they have all the, all these parties and they mm-hmm. have like it's nonstop it's just there's so much entertainment it's not just like one comedian on board yeah. there's three then there's like four drag queens seven yeah. singers yeah. Uh, people you know all there's acro gay acrobatic acts and 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 basically what's I think the difference is it's going at all hours all the time yeah. and, no, and on the difference nobody eats on these boats so yeah. that's the difference in like you know straight cruises people eat but and the and the gay cruises no. there's parties there's people tea the dances there's <laughs> costume parties all the time so it's like at four wow. at nine at eleven then there's after parties and I just think that you know and again people are walking around you know they're eating in nut huggers so I don't really find <laughs> that like there's going to be a difference see there. nut hugger to me sounds like okay there there's Bears, there's power bottoms, yeah. there's nut huggers. There's nut huggers. Like that's yeah, that, that it sounds like a category. Yeah. Now there's a lot of comics that when they do cruises, they're uh-huh. like, dude, I just do the show and then I stay in my cabin the whole uh-huh. time. Like, right. are 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 you out? Are you walking yes. around? Karaoke? Yes. Yeah. Right. There's I'm more out. Fun to- I try unless like unless I'm not feeling well or unless I'm prepping for my show. Mm-hmm. I'm on tours with the boys. I'm out. I'm like dressed up in costumes. You know, I really put a lot of thought into a lot of my costumes, just like they do. They prep yeah. for those. They prep for those costumes like eight months in advance, wow. and they talk about it on social media. And it's like you know, there's a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Very type A, but yeah, I'm out and about. And if I'm not out, yeah. whoever I've brought as a guest with me yeah. is always like they get like people just give them the rundown. They're just like, uh, you know, where, where's Sean? I haven't seen Sean. It's been an hour. Where <laughs> Where is she? I haven't seen her. Oh. And sometimes, you know, I'll want like a moment to myself. And yeah. I'm like, I just, I don't feel like talking to anybody. I've talked for like 10 hours straight. I just want to get back to my room, shower, mm-hmm. go to sleep, watch some TV. And, uh, and I'll just be taking, trying to take back ways on the boat. I'll take like back stairways, but just always somebody. Po- oh, Sean! Something tells. Someone tells me if you if you take the back stairway on yeah, a, on, yeah. on a gay cruise, yes. you're gonna see some shit. <laughs> I'm gonna see. I see, and then some. Best of moment number twelve from Cool Runnings. Hilarious comedian Raul D. Uh, I think I nailed it. When I did that scene in the mirror, yes, the scene in the mirror, it's unbelievable. Scene. That was yeah. my screen test scene. No oh, really? way! That's yeah. like the yeah. That, that was that's, the, dude, the, that's scene. the scene we quoted as kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. man. That's you probably awesome. knew that too. You could probably. I bet you. Like I always wanted to. Like when people see the premieres of stuff, because there was a big premiere for it. Yeah, did you yeah, go. Yeah. Like watching it. Like I'm sure everybody. Like that's a powerful scene, and it's also yeah. like just the fucking the back and forth between what's the actor that plays uh, Yule. Uh, runner Malik Yoba yeah yeah so dope like the back and forth between you guys is so yeah. good and it was just like I've seen that scene copied some I've seen it copied in a French film like it's, for real yeah the, it's that scene is copied so many times when, when you google best scenes from cool runnings yeah that, that's the top oh really yeah literally <laughs> that's crazy yeah it's, it's used as a meme a lot yeah 
I was wondering how come I'm not getting money for that. Let <laughs> <laughs> me get that meme money. Yeah, we haven't figured out how to give residuals from meme memes money. yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll come yeah, soon. Let's go on strike. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll happen soon. I just see it? my sign. It just <laughs> yeah. says meme streets. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the meme streets of L.A. Yeah. No meme, no peace. <laughs> do that <laughs> did, was it instant chemistry like did you guys start shooting the shit and like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome that scene that that when we did that scene they, they were like uh the camera guy like looked looked at me like you know yeah. he, from around he went he moved his head from around the camera looked at me and gave me the thumbs up damn so i was there like oh shoot, i guess i nailed it yeah <laughs> and they it was like one take boom all right all right, all right. did we, you guys did you and um uh, malik like talk about it beforehand or what no you just kind of go no, we probably you didn't work on it together well we, we ran lines like yeah. lightly in the in the yeah. hallway mm-hmm. but yeah. it, nothing you got pride, it wasn't, you got power, we, we, you got badass we, mother you know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah kind of yeah. mumbling that's so funny to run through lines with this powerful yeah. scene like that yeah exactly <laughs> and then but then it just came alive when we got together plus yeah. we were already bonding we were already kind of starting to bond sure that's the moment number 12 from Conan and Sunnyside, Moses Storm. I got a bunch of woodworking tools, like what? legit. Yeah. So woodworking. <laughs> I had spray paint in my room. It, now, is this code for a new kind of jerking off that yeah, I haven't yeah, known yeah. about? Woodworking yeah. tools? Woodworking tools. I had a power sander right on there. You grind it raw, baby. <laughs> All those nerve endings are gone. When you're in Utah and you got downtime, yeah. hobbies are going to find you. Oh, yeah. And woodworking yeah, is probably a top Utah hobby. <laughs> it absolutely is. I went to a hobby lobby and it was a very... <laughs> <laughs> that's Bed, like Bath & Beyond's number, competition. That is yeah. their number one store out there. Wait, that's, that's a like real store? The town. Yes, you know about Hobby, Hobby Lobby? Lobby? Oh. Don't you say it with so much people. disdain. They Light them up in the comments. They, they, they had a huge court case like three years ago where the CEO was like... Uh, jerking off at the woodworking yeah, tools. Yeah, jerking members. off into the woodworking tools. Yeah. Uh, wait, what is the top item at Hobby Lobby? I mean, oh, it's like a it's like a Michael's or a Joanne Fabric. Yeah, oh, okay. but it's yeah. like their version. Yeah, it, it's pretty. It's so yeah. between there and Lowe's, I would slowly get one thing. I'm like, oh, I need to fix that spray paint. Until one day, I zoomed out. Maybe you know, a month in, I was like, holy shit! Spray paint cans everywhere, <laughs> tarps down, wood chips. Did you have like a clips. moment where you step back and go, "What have I become? What have I?" Become? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a woodworking guy now, right? And I just made nothing but those true detective little wood yeah. figurines all over the ground. The wood, the wood. eighteen. Yeah. She's eighteen. The woodworker does seem like a really bad Nicolas Cage movie. Oh yeah, he's like I'm a woodworker. That's, that's like that's my Nick Cage. Have you seen my grandfather solid. clock? <laughs> <laughs> I made a canoe. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just a bunch of Nick Cage. Just breaks into a Hobby Lobby. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Well, it, it's a process because this is like the this is like the government's best Hobby Lobby. Oh, so, so they, he's yeah. so he's that guy where 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 they get and he's been out of the game for years. He's like, I'll come back for one last job. <laughs> <laughs> he's starting to sound like. Like, like like a guy who's auditioning to play Yogi Bear. Yes. But he's got uh smokers. Nick lung. Nick Cage as as Yogi Bear. Hey Boo Boo. <laughs> I hear the rolls open now. <laughs> <laughs> Sequel. Hey Boo Boo. Shut up. Picking a basket. <laughs> I mean he I mean well, you're he, just happy to see me. Wait. Everyone I, would be like, who asked for this? <laughs> Who said you know what needs to be done? Yeah. Uh, I just told Brad I saw the Avengers movie, uh, and I... Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it, but I don't care about spoilers because I'll still enjoy it. 
Okay. But well, I don't care about spoilers either. It. He loved it. I loved it. Did not. No. <laughs> and I don't want to get into it because I don't even want to give. I don't want to get in your head about like. Yeah. What's wrong? But I also with heard it? so many people tell me they loved it. And I think that fucked with me a little bit. Mm. Yeah, that does. Like, I remember when Inception came out and was like, oh, my God, the most mind-blowing. Just, I'm not even going to say another word. Have my teeth. <laughs> Just take my teeth. I don't want my teeth. Take my um, teeth. If you don't like the movie, you're keeping my teeth. Yeah. Yes. It was so dramatic. And I'm like, so once you go into it, you're like, all right, yeah. get ready to get your fucking dick yeah. sanded. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then it was just like a movie. You learned a lot in Utah. Inception. Right? This movie's so good, your dick will get sanded. Your friend will keep giving you his teeth. <laughs> Best of moment number 13. You know him, you love him. ALN legend, John Kite. Cameras. Are you going to tell me John Lithgow didn't find a Bigfoot? <laughs> wow. I, I Anderson. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it was actually, it, John Lithgow came with a story idea. Something crazy happened last year. <laughs> John, we want to make Cliffhanger too. Somehow you lived. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. <laughs> the abominable snowman will make it a Christmas movie. <laughs> How are there not Wait, a Harry and the Henderson stew? Um, Harry in the home for the holidays. Oh, <laughs> even Harrier? Even Harry. Still Harry. <laughs> and Wait, I want to hear Lithgow pitching more of this. All right, listen. <laughs> Everyone loves Christmas, and some people like Hanukkah. <laughs> What if? I don't like the way you said some. Sub, yeah. John. <laughs> no, I just meant I'm not Jewish. <laughs> but we got that. You're wearing a sweatshirt that says it when you came in for this pitch. <laughs> I'm not Jewish is a new brand I have. <laughs> That's why I did the movie with Mel Gibson. <laughs> he and I are producing a film. <laughs> Wait, but you said last time. Passion summer. of the Christ too. <laughs> Even the more. The Jeasoning. <laughs> Is cheesening a seasoning on the new progressive soups that you're pitching as well? I'm also selling soup. <laughs> There's just a, a Lithgow channel of his pitches. Oh, my God. It's I everything Lithgow 24-7. Dude, it's the QVC of Lithgow. <laughs> wow. Oh, what a, what a beautiful brooch you have. <laughs> Are they all? Wait. No. Did, What's wanted, the jewelry called? <laughs> it's Third Rock from the sun and he points to his son his son his son yeah. little boy Dad, do I have to be here? You do, it doesn't work without you <laughs> and stick to the script and stick to the script I'll be reading the teleprompter you don't have speaking lines wait but John tell me you said you hit a Sasquatch with your car with your family and that's what this st- movie is based on I hit a second one <laughs> You've hit two what are the odds <laughs> that's the tagline <laughs> What are the odds this shit got What are the odds? And he's literally, wait, and Harry's also like flying through midair like, he's like, here we go again. How did he not Harry, have a ridiculous? Now can talk. I was In the year apart from the Hendersons, he learned dialect. He learned English. It's Tony Danza. <laughs> oh, God. Who would? God. Tony Danza plays. How, but how Tony Danza that? as Bigfoot. Uh, you guys got any sun chips? <laughs> Best of moment number 14, Piston star, Blake Griffin. I, I'm, I'm going to let you guys down with this answer, but I'm so, I do not like. No talk. I don't, yeah. Oh. I don't really talk like, not like after like a big dunk, like big yeah. dunk or something like that. I think. Not even like a quick like you suck do, it or like. No. Feel my, feel my. I just kind of do like the stare like, thing. <laughs> the stare, yeah. You, you know? do stare. I will, I yeah, and I, I used to do it more than I do now, but. I just, yeah, I don't... Timothy Mozgov is still feeling <laughs> your stare. stare. And he st- yeah, he, yeah, he probably yeah. wakes up and he sees that and he sees that stare in his nightmares. Yeah, he's, I, uh, I was actually at that game 
Oh, really? And my brother-in-law uh, had just gotten a call from his wife, my sister, uh-huh. and she like forced him to go up to the snack bar to, t- to, t- to take the call. He oh. missed that dunk. <laughs> it's like one of the greatest wild, dunks dude. of all time. And he came back and be like, something happened. What I miss? I go, how do I describe to you what just happened? Like, so yeah. if, if you he, ever... And he looked in the stands and pointed <laughs> to you. And you weren't there. You weren't there. Like, where, 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 I didn't know who you were. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's like, I, I don't know. If, 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 if you ever saw a man just get completely demasculated uh, by another man, that's what happened. That, yeah. I mean, yeah, how oh, do you even... Man. I mean, not to be, again, a... a a shitty post game reporter, but how do you describe Blake? <laughs> that feeling. It, but I mean, like, because it's not like you can plan, right? I mean, basketball is so much of just reacting and not trying to, yeah. you know, muscle memory, not think too much, right? So I, I, to me, it's like I don't know if other guys agree with this. It like a dunk or a play like that. I don't know if it's just how you remember it, but I always remember it happening very slowly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It all comes together because you kind of like you go up to jump. Like, if it's, like, coming off the rim and you're catching a putback, it's like, okay, this is happening. I need it to bounce like this. It bounced like that. You know what I mean? It all, like, comes together so slowly. Yeah. And then it it happens, and then you feel, like, the woof of, like... The, either the crowd if it's at home and it's a big if it's on yeah. the road then it's like ooh you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's almost just as good yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was about to say what's better having uh, having your hometown fans just I- explode or like when you you're on the road and the road fans just go oh like, like yeah. he just he just ruined our guy yeah, yeah. it's it definitely at home just cause yeah. like it, li- it like lingers and then right. they play the replay and you hear people go crazy over and yeah. you, know, you hear it over and over but on the road it's it's really fun especially if there's like a crowd that's like a lot of people talk shit and it's just and like, being in LA too there's gotta be like you know, maybe you look over and you see like you know Bonnie Hunt or Vivica a. Fox being like, "Yo, yeah, yeah. That was like that you was know, you know Bonnie Dr. Hunt." Oz. Like somebody just being like, "What the fuck?" Somebody man? dope. Yeah, somebody <laughs> dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, has that ever happened where you do some crazy play and you yeah, uh, you're you're in the garden and you stay and, and you stare down Spike? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely that. Um, I remember one time we were playing the Lakers and uh, I kind of had like a baseline. Like Andrew Bynum came up and like kind of a double clutch. Mm-hmm. Dunk. And I remember it might have been right before half. I remember I always kind of go put my mouthpiece thing up, and I was walking by Jack, and he was like, he looked at me, he was like, uh, it was, I think it was my second year. I was Whoa. like, oh, that was cool. <laughs> Got a yeah. Jack look. Yeah. Yeah. The- nice double clutch. Yeah. <laughs> Best of moment number fifteen: the hilarious John Reap. Now you forgot your train of thought. Yes. Speaking of forgetting trains of thought, you met Gary Busey recently. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a great segue. <laughs> that's a great segue. How? Who thought he was on a train yeah. while you were at the coffee shop? <laughs> how? How? Where? Where? How? Where in the world is Gary Busey? Would you yeah. like to hear my impression of Gary Busey? Yes. Fire away. Okay. Wait, let's do a scene. Can I can I come up and meet you? It's going to be real quick. Okay, okay, okay. But but we'll do that after. Okay, great. I, I don't want to say no. Yeah, it's yeah. my make a wish. Just ask me any question. Oh, um, hey, Gary. Uh, what? <laughs> is it true that... I can't hear you. I need you to get closer, young man. I, I'm about six feet. Who away. is he? <laughs> I was going to say... John? I, on, Black Sheep uh, is He's a my, comedian. John, uh, John, John Reed is a comedian. Hey, uh, we need to start, okay? I got to lay down and put my eye drops in. Oh, shit. What's up with your eyes? Well, I got to go now. Wait, okay. Lisa, bring the golf cart over here. Her name's Mary. <laughs> so it's that. It's just like yeah, just, you can't you wow. can't contain him, <laughs> right? Um, but, but I did manage to 
get him for a minute. Me and this other comedian, Dusty Slay. Love uh, Dusty Slay. Dude, he's, he's about to blow up. He's blowing dude, up right now. That, yeah, it, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, who's coming up? Who do you like? Who's going to be next? Dusty Slay. Yeah, get on board. Uh, Educate uh, me. Let's just say. Oh, he's. Uh, let's just say. He's having a good time. He's having a good time. All right. Yeah. That's his thing. He's a soft-spoken, <laughs> he's a soft-spoken yeah. uh, trailer park uh, guy who's very smart. Great hair, though. Uh, great hair. Fantastic he looks hair. like he came right out of a, a, a truck stop. Yeah, uh, he's got a awesome. big trucker hat, long hair, big beard. Glasses. He talks like this. He's like, talk hey, like this, and we're having a good time. Okay, right. we're having a good wow, time. Wow, I can't yeah. wait to see I grew him. up in a trailer. <laughs> we're having a good time. <laughs> they told me if a tornado comes to go outside and lay down in a ditch. <laughs> That's their bus. So he, this is cadence. He talks wow. a little slow, but he's got jokes. He's like, if Mitch Hedberg didn't do all the drugs and yeah. continued to live, mm-hmm. a little bit of Hedberg in there. Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah, it's really good. So he's blowing up right now. He just did uh, Jimmy Fallon a couple times already. Yeah, yeah check that out. He, he had a great time on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, he was having a good time. <laughs> That's the thing. He comes out and he does this thing like, uh, right, we're having a good time. He starts off like that. He goes, I like to tell people we're having a good time. You know, <laughs> no one ask him. Just yeah, you're having a good time. We're having a good time. Right off the gate, already we're having a good time. Yeah, and he's one of these guys where he, uh, he takes he he takes the same photograph every time. Yeah, yeah. He has it's a just, pose. Yeah, he just does this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. So he's, he's branding really good. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he, Dusty Slay. He's doing everybody. everything right right now. Look up Dusty Slay. Anyway, but, so um, so how does Dusty Slay and you meet Gary Busey? Oh, so there's a new show on uh, uh, CMT coming out called uh, Nashville Squares. So it's going to be Hollywood like the Hollywood Squares. Squares. Okay, okay. Oh my god, Nashville. I fucking love that. Please tell me Busey. You see his center. Uh, he should have been. No, oh it's Paula Dean. No, you know who was center? Who's that? Marie Osmond. She's earned it. Though. All right. Yeah, she she's great. Time. And she flirted with me. I like that. Whoa. I couldn't believe it. I was caught off guard. I think she was. What's a Marie Osmond flirt like? Oh, look at you with that beard. Come here. Let me feel it. She feels it. She's touching my beard. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you're just a cute little thing, aren't you? I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you can uh, see that. Good. Do you want to see the worm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see me do the worm? I'm yeah. sorry. Fuck. Wait, yeah. no, that's not what I meant. Yeah. Uh, no, he, uh, she's, she still looks good. good yeah, so her. I think it's a deflecting thing that some actors do. You know, when you're going to be on a show with a comedian and they get nervous in their head, they're thinking, oh, I know he's going he's gonna to take a shot at me. He's yeah. going to take a shot. But if he likes me, maybe he won't. So I think she was flirting with me because she assumed I was a comedian and I was going to maybe have a joke about it, mm. which I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that she flirted with me. There you go. I don't think it's real, though. <laughs> uh, but she was a center square. Busey was middle left. Oh, man. Uh, Dusty was a square. I was a square. When's that coming out? Uh, November first on CMT. Unreal. I, if yeah. I if I was a contestant, even if it wouldn't help my game at all, I would always be calling on Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> should have done that. It took forever for them somebody to, to call on him. I got uh, called on last. Son of a. Uh, made me so mad. But um, yeah, Bob Saget's hosting it. Um, Love that. Yeah, you've got uh, so yeah CMT. It's uh, it was kind of a mess, dude. I, I don't know how they're going to save it, but <laughs> like I said, I put on a smile and we'll watch yeah. it. They yeah, you'll like do your old comedy sort of presents I was, routine. I, it, I love Bob Saget. Yeah, let me start with that. Yeah, I love me some Saget. We all love Saget, yeah. of course. But I, I don't think he was prepared when he came in there. This is CMT. This is Nashville Squares. There's some of the questions. It does seem like an odd about picking. country stuff, mm. and he like he would read it and go like what this doesn't make any sense there's a catfish 
like yes bob everyone knows whoa yeah. no, no, not just a bad example but yeah, yeah, yeah. little like, things like that he yeah. was like having yeah. a tough tough that tough doesn't time. matter though like you gotta get somebody that's truly you know who you should have hosted it was stone cold steve austin <laughs> you have stone cold steve austin <laughs> gary Busey, center square what <laughs> what do you say that's st- that's he's stone a wrestler cold. stone cold all right i'm talking i'm talking to you i'm talking to you gary Busey. all well, right where'd, you, where'd your hair go don't tell don't tell stone cold <laughs> where my hair went or I'll turn my hair up sideways and stick it right up your ass. Uh, you, have you bought my book? <laughs> Stone I got a Cold. new book out called Buseyism. Stone Cold don't read. Stone Cold just drink beer. You know, I'm sitting up here in the top left square, Paula Dean here. You guys, you, you, you <laughs> can call on me. You can call on me. I've got a pie for you uh, one of my... You shut your damn mouth, Paula Dean. I've got I'm a pie for Stone Cold. You I... guys cut it out now. We're here for CMT. But I made a pie for some of those non-whites if you guys want one of those. My Busey just turned into that... Uh, what? The, <laughs> that guy who was uh, that Adam Carolla makes fun of all the time. Oh, who's the guy? Hauser. Uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah. I just yeah. turned into Hill Hauser. Hill Hauser. That is an avocado eating dog. <laughs> oh my! Would you look at that? <laughs> Best of moment number sixteen. Always causing a stir wherever he goes. You know him from his podcast. I am Rappaport. It's the man, Michael Rappaport. Because I went right. after some writer from. What was it? Vice magazine. Oh yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, you think you're gonna, you think you're gonna take down Dave Chappelle? <laughs> yeah, Who yeah. the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah. And who's would, never done it? Who's never walked on stage? Who's never had to? But what makes you think like, joke? that's your agenda? I'm gonna right. write this piece, and I'm gonna, because everybody wants to be like that person. I wrote the piece that started yep. the, like everybody wants to be the Ron, Ronan Farrow of political yeah. correctness. Like, I wrote the piece that started the 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 the, the tearaway that ended Dave. Yeah. So fuck you, yeah. bitch. That's what I was because I was Hannibal like, Burris was Hannibal Burris on accident. <laughs> he didn't try to like right. take down Cosby yeah. right he said the thing and then people ran with it yeah. right but you know what I mean but and it, I was offended because I was like that could happen to anybody yeah that could happen to anybody like, and you think you're gonna take him down get the fuck out yeah. of here yeah and that in in all all he all he's trying to do is entertain you and now you want him to never work again like now you want Chappelle to never work again because he didn't entertain you in the way you felt and you like laughed, he should have. You laughed. That's the other thing you that laughed. gets me is, is like sometimes the leaked audio comes out of like certain comics saying the things. Louis C.K. shit. Yeah, and, and they're like, "Well, that's not funny." It's like the whole room laughed. The whole. And, and yeah. why didn't anyone yeah. walk out during the Louis the, the Louis C.K. Um, jokes that he made, whether they're funny, not funny, out of color, offensive to the people? No one said anything that night. Yeah, I don't yeah. hear anybody huffing and puffing. Oh my god, they didn't. Right. They laughed. Yeah. Now, if the comic says something and then the whole room gasps, walks, leaves, okay, well then that's something. But then if if everyone's sitting in the room laughing, like <laughs> yeah, and and people, it's hard to separate. Like for some people, it's hard to separate uh, the joke and who they and what they think of the person. Yep, because it, it's like. I can say Bill Cosby's himself is one of the greatest comedy specials of all time. Right. Does that mean that I think Bill Cosby is a good human being? Right. Of course yes. not. Yes, yes it does. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, I'm tweeting that. He just said that. You just said that. You just real. said that. You just you said that, that yeah. Brad. You think he's, you, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. the best. You want him yeah. to be your yeah. dad. Yes. You want to be your ghost dad and yes. your real dad. Yeah. And I just feel that like if if, uh, if a comic says something that you find truly offensive and it hurts you and, and, and all that, the best thing you could do is not listen to that comedian anymore. Right. Yeah. I do agree. you forget that you have a choice? Yeah. You don't have to blog about it huh. there's at this day and age there are so many options for things to watch and listen to 
for you to get like so pent up on one thing it's like change the channel for yeah. lack of a better I, like, yeah yeah i hate dj khaled when he's on when, 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 he, when he's on performing i will not watch that shit because he has three catchphrases here's another one and, and yet he gets all the credit for <laughs> it which is Khaled. fucking bullshit he says dj khaled we the best and another one and he gets the credit for it should i think he should never work again right no yes right. you just said that yes you did that's at brad williams comment on instagram <laughs> fucking bring him down <laughs> bring this fucking cancel culture stop this motherfucker <laughs> Best of moment number 17, April Macy. Like, even if you have to rework certain jokes, it's like, okay, so I can't talk about that crazy uncle. Thankfully, I have more crazy Crazy uncles. uncles. (laughs) There's a never-ending supply in my family. (laughs) Yeah, your your family, and I love the fact that in this special, you have a photo in the background that's you on your, you say it's your first birthday? It's my first birthday in front of a trailer. Yeah. 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 And so that's that thing where you go like, no, 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 when when I say I'm poor... Look, yeah, yeah like yeah. look, like when I say I grew up poor, this is the example. I know I have Gucci shoes on now, right? But you <laughs> fucking earned it. Oh, I worked my. All ass right, you, how many times did you go to side splitters in Tampa? You've oh, earned back there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> back there in two weeks. You've earned your goddamn Gucci yeah. shoes, what April Macy. Side splitters. In Tampa? <laughs> Wait, trailer for how long? How part? How I long mean, was that? My parents went. to They were students at Penn State, so it was like a student trailer that was like our student housing. And my mom was like, I liked it because they. Were so young when yeah. they had me. You know. know how young? I think they got married when they were eighteen. Um, my mom said she thought she was pregnant, but apparently she was just working on a dairy farm and she was drinking a lot of milkshakes. So she said, "I we couldn't afford to go to a doctor." It turns out I was just fat. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and then she was like, "But we already told everybody we were pregnant at 18, so we had to try to get pregnant really quick." Oh, that's good sound logic. It's not the best. It's their, they're thinking. <laughs> well, we said we said we were pregnant, so we can't just not have well, a they baby. Knew people, would, nobody would let them get married unless she was pregnant. So oh, them, okay. they had to like hurry up and keep up with the lie they were maintaining. Wait, so she thought she was pregnant, but, but she, she was, was just fat. fat. So were people because we've heard this story all the time from guys seeing a guy that they yeah. may have heard something. just use the word gal. Yeah, he's very old-fashioned, Adam. Yeah. Old-timey. Yeah. I got a, a, a Jew a ma, a Oklahoma mom that says gal. Uh, <laughs> it's rubbed off. But you know the times when you if see... If you want, he's got some sarsaparilla in the fridge if you want one. Oh, my God. I actually <laughs> do. <laughs> Damn it, Brad. Welcome back to things I should have. Uh, sarsaparilla. Because uh, I saw it happen live once where a guy... Um, saw a, um, uh, a woman who he thought was pregnant because there'd been rumblings in our circle about them having kids but it, was this was a while chunky. she was just chunky and he was like when you, he's like well, do you know the sex it and she goes of what yeah. and then he goes of your fat and like tried to like make like make a joke out of it and Sex she was your fat. yeah and because he knew at that point oh she's not pregnant and she kind of laughed it was like yeah man it's just um you know just kind of just kind of put on some lbs but thank thank you and oh uh, man it was there's yeah. no good way to get out of that there's just so did that ever happen with uh with mom <laughs> no i just think they were just dumb and she didn't know <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't upright best of moment number 18 the hilarious mo ammer I mean, my dad, they thought my dad was a spy at one point, like, took him away, and it was just horrible. And they, Holy shit. You know, after the uh, Americans came in, and they just, like, my dad was an engineer, bro. 
Yeah. He was given, how was he giving off spy vibes? You know, I mean, what were his you spy know, vibes? If, if he would have said one thing that politi- that you is completely normal here to mm-hmm. say politically, it'd be like, you know, here you can say fuck Trump if you want to. You can say yeah. whatever the hell you want, even if it's like Bernie Sanders. Some guy in the house like fuck Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. It's over. It's a wrap for you. Like wow, you know, in that situation, especially in in Kuwait at that time, if you said anything towards the Kuwaiti government or if you said something, it's more so like towards Saddam Hussein or anything. Like yeah. why did you come in here or something like that or right. if you went against that I mean my father was paying off the Iraqi soldiers so they wouldn't he would feed them so he wouldn't like they wouldn't like break into our house he has a daughter he was afraid like in oh war I mean can you get raped there's all kinds sure. of shit that you'd be fearful of as a parent I I would be horrified of it so you just gotta think of like different things you need to do and you just keep that from your kids when right when they're yeah. growing up yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you're just like let me handle my business let them uh, maintain the, the most yeah, yeah. child yeah they made us like play soccer with them like the Iraqi soldiers soldiers would they were like short a few guys and mm. be walking around they'd be like hey you know and they'd bring me over and they start messing with me. i'm nine but i right. played a ton of soccer and he just <laughs> bull me they played I, they played with me like i was 17 but yeah. they were just like checking me and you up flying right? you out. i was <laughs> flying i remember this to this day i can never shake <clears throat> this guy's face man he was so big to me right he's probably like six something mm. and and he checks me and I fall down and look up just imagine looking up this giant guy in green fatigues and he has that thick Saddam mustache and he just like uh, 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 uh. oh my god I'll never forget it like was it Saddam yeah. did you play soccer yeah, with Saddam I, I might have bro at least his yeah. body double yeah. for sure one of them it yeah it was really really uh, god, you're... I'll never forget that and then he grabs a machine gun after the game and I'm like I'm just gonna go home you know this is getting rough I'm just gonna go yeah. home and he grabs a machine gun and he unloads it you know he just opens it up and I remember the boy flying out and he's like here and he throws it to me like to catch it I was like oh and he's like holding it like come on god you know like have fun with it I'm like yeah I was like can you take that I just remember sprinting home like but not too fast you're playing soccer with with the soldiers that are invading your country yeah invading yeah invading Kuwait that's ridiculous and like and, and how much are you aware of at that oh, time hyper aware of course okay. like everybody's just so 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 you knew like so you so you, so you knew you were playing soccer with your invaders like yeah like, I, mean, like, I knew exactly what am i gonna God. say no i'm good i'm gonna go home. like right i felt, I felt you, like we had you to play. Wanna, now the same mean, now and, now when you're playing with and them sincerely all my friends are yeah. gone and people are gone like yeah i kind of want to play yeah, yeah i'm tired yeah i want to play and i thought it was gonna be you know okay and civil and i didn't know there was gonna be bitch slapping <laughs> 90 holes on the damn <laughs> soccer well, you know, field in their defense you were playing like a bitch <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're pulling your Wait. Wait, so, no, they would get mad because I would just like weave. I was really oh, good. Oh yeah, you were so like, quick, right? Yeah, I would dude. just weave around and get the ball from them. They couldn't really. Did you talk shit? What made them want to like? <laughs> yeah, like what gave normal, them the sense bro, of okay. check me? It was normal check. It was normal to them. But I is went your flying, dad is, is your dad like looking at you like son? Like don't maybe don't piss off the guys. Like yeah. maybe, maybe don't play so well. <laughs> no, I dad, my dad. I don't know where he was at that time. Okay, I don't even remember where he was at that moment when I would go out and stuff like that they're probably just rethinking his entire investments and wishing that he <laughs> diversified his portfolio so oh, we yeah. didn't lose everything overnight best of moment number 19 from Tacoma FD and Super Troopers it's Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan 
My problems could be worse. I could have. I could be on an empty stage, or I could be on the street and nobody's shouting. Uh, anything you could be breakdancing still. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. We, oh, we did some research. Okay. Yeah. You you heard about that? Huh? <laughs> yes. And, How long was uh, that? Professional breakdancing. I'm a professional breakdancer. Yeah. Yeah. Still are. I well once he just broke it out at the upfronts. He broke it out on the dance floor. <laughs> Shut the fuck I did. Up. I did. Do you guys know who Ann Curry is? Do you know Ann Curry? Yeah. 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 So I'm at the party. I got real excited by the way. Like yeah. she was going to yeah. come out. Oh like, God! Yeah. You brought her with you. She's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we hooked up. For those who don't know, she's, she's a, a famous uh, journalist, yeah, yeah. telejournalist who was yeah. on CNN. And yeah. Now she was on whatever. She's she got a show on TNT. So anyway, we're at this party and I'm talking to somebody. I hear this commotion. I turn around and I look and I see Ann Curry has Lemmy by the hand. And he's dragging him onto the dance floor. Holy shit. And I'm like, I know Lemmy doesn't know Ann Curry. What is going on here? <laughs> and she wanted What's his to get, Curry connection? She wanted to get the dance party started, saw him for some reason, <laughs> grabbed him. They went on the dance floor, and then yeah. Lemmy broke out his breakdancing moves on the dance floor with Did Ann Curry. Did she know that's what you had to bring to the no, table? No, oh. So she's just on a whim. No, you had yeah. some rapport? Here's the way. Here's, so how here's, long have you been dating Ann Curry now? Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, Kevin's Kevin's uh, sister-in-law is a uh, is our wardrobe person on Tacoma FD. Oh, dope. Okay. And, uh, and, a, and a bunch of our other jobs. And she said, I found a suit that I think you should wear to the upfronts. She she dresses up for the professional stuff. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I was like, she's like, I think you can pull this one off. I was like, okay, sight unseen. I was like, okay, and so she she got it, and it was like, you know, it was like a Shaquille O'Neal suit. Like <laughs> Shaq would wear the suit, you know. It was like it was plum colored. Oh and, yeah, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. I have great suits. Yeah, they're great. They're fantastic. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's it's okay. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, You've met him. I don't know. Yeah, no, but that that's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, but so anyway, so like I was getting a lot of compliments on the suit at the upfronts. No joke. Like it, like it looked great. It did look great. Yeah, it did look great. Fits and. Well. Uh, but so she, you know, she came up to me. I have got, I've got to assume it was this suit. She was like, oh, you. And pulled it. And she's like, come on, let's get this party started. Because there was like. This guy must dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the suit. Clearly. Professionally. <laughs> yeah. But I had changed now. I, now I was wearing a hoodie and some jeans and some <laughs> and some pumas. Breakdance and you, and you were throwing you out cardboard. You were doing, by the way, right? You were changing in anticipation. I changed. Of a curry call out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not often you get the curry call out. But anyway, so yeah. So she, she pulled me onto the dance floor just to start dancing. Yeah. And so then we were dancing and then like, uh, not because of us, but then somebody like came out and did like some, a dance move or something like tried to like show off and then a circle, dance formed. circle, oh. a dance circle formed. And then you're like, oh, you guys don't know you just did. Yeah. Well, a couple of people start <laughs> dancing the bear. and I, I'm like, that, that dude's moves are whack. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like that girl's moves are whack too, and so I was like, All right, check I'm, this out. I'm gonna go break dance. I haven't, you know, I haven't publicly. I don't really publicly do it mm. anymore. Oh, By the way, like, cut to you crashing weddings. I don't do it for was, free. Yeah. I don't do it. You know, like, I need to get paid to yeah. do this. But so I busted out. I busted out some uh, some dance moves, and then nobody mm. wanted to follow that. And Ann Curry was like, it was too good to follow. Like, no, you kind of ended it. And I was like, ah, what are you gonna do, darling? Okay, <laughs> okay. what are you gonna do? Yeah. Okay. So, well, then once the mics get shut off here because uh, this is how I made friends in high school okay. was breakdancing is that right yeah why do we have to sh uh, shut off the mic for, <laughs> to hear that story oh but this table does look it's, like it's prime I mean it could hold me yeah. uh, so and, and that 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 was always my go-to yeah. move and whenever, whenever the dance circle <laughs> right. would, would form and be like okay you guys have no idea what's coming yeah and, and uh, do you have some good breakdance moves I mean here's here's the here's the beautiful part well. about being about being a little person is that uh, everything I do is it is looked at better than it actually is okay so okay. like my kind of good breakdance moves are like it's phenomenal okay so okay. like okay. yeah you 
see a you see a dwarf do a worm and you're like, yeah. that's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Right. So yeah, I mean, uh, tell me honestly though, yeah. when's the last time you broke that out? Like when's oh, the last when's time? the last time you did the worm? Yeah. How or about, whatever. Or any of those. How about the NBA Celebrity All Star Game during the introductions? Okay. What the fuck? Okay. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay. Shit. Okay. So did you get paid for that? I did not. Okay. So you're still an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> Best up moment number 20 from Sex and the City. So many movies and TV shows. And The Bellman, which is coming soon. My man, Willie Garson. I'll tell you a great story. Early, very early on when I got okay. into Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, I went on a, I was, they used to go to commercial agents and get actors so they could have one actor on every episode of the dating game. Okay. And they okay. started harassing me, calling, call, and I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do it. And one right. day, one day I'm just sitting Again, deeply unemployed in my apartment yeah. with my roommate, and the phone rings, and like, will you come? And I'm like, I already told you. I said, what will it take to stop calling me? And they said, yeah. just come down and do it. It'll take 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And my roommate's like, let's just go. It'll be hilarious. So yeah. we go to, and you know, you'll win some turtle wax or yeah. some Lee press on nails <laughs> right. or something, and that'll be it. So the the woman who hosted it at the time, her name was Elaine Joyce, who who looked like a a jigsaw puzzle of surgery like <laughs> sure that's a compliment like, like with, just like some pieces missing yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it was weird and she comes out and she has a card to mm-hmm. ask you questions and she goes so it's, it says here you love to ride horses <laughs> and it was like it was like the wrong information like sure. completely and i'm like um, I'm actually allergic to horses. Like, like this is all, <laughs> the and they, exact they, opposite. You know, and they shoot like 75 episodes oh, right. a day, so they have no time, yeah. and yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. it's on the episode. Like, I'm yeah. like, no, I don't know what that is. Like, <laughs> like what? Yes, and Willie. Yes, and, and. and yeah, exactly. <laughs> and anyway, just because I know you're dying to know, I was bachelor number three, and I got picked, and then I went on my dream date. No, yeah. 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 wow. And then that woman, you had how many children with her? No. Oh. <laughs> God. The, the chaperone, <laughs> the chaperone who goes with you on your dream date. There's a chaperone? That? Yeah, because it's not like the rape game; it's the dating oh. game. So they send like they send a that woman. That show only went two seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But it was a hit. It, it was, was a not hit. hosted by. It was hosted no. by Louis C.K. Fill in the yeah. blank. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, and uh, welcome to the rape game. First part of the rape game is you eat a, a pudding. Hold on, let, let me put the pill the in sponsor there. Sponsor was uh, sponsor yeah. was put in. Yeah. yeah. So no. <laughs> and when I say put no, yeah. so so the uh, but the 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 uh, chaperone told us that rarely after the four days, it's a four day date. Yeah. By the way, Wait, a four so, day. Yeah, like what, you they, fly somewhere. You went to like Cabo oh, wow. or something. We went to uh, Puerto Rico. No shit. Um, and uh, she said, rarely are yeah. the couples even speaking by the end of the four days. No sure. way. Yeah. Which is true. And then, you know, they stay together in a room. Yeah. And then you have your room, and then you eat every meal at the same restaurant, oh. which is like the diner oh. of the hotel. Yeah. Right. And then you go everywhere you go. There's a huge banner that says "Welcome Dating." It's like it's torture. It's oh literally my torture. God. Oh, God. It's and prison. That, and that's your first date. That's the whole date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, Which but like, but like, that, but like, that's like the first time you've ever seen this person other than the show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, oh and, God. Well, other than the horror of when she picked bachelor number three, and then, and then I walked around, around the thing and she saw me. Yeah. Like the, just... the horror, you know, because the other guys are like, you know, burly football guys or something. Yeah. And then I was like, 
<laughs> you know, I look like I look like you know Wallace see, Shawn's yeah. nephew. Like, hey, what? Hi. Timely reference. Um, nice chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a 1959 <laughs> nice reference. But, I know. feel like with nice chest, you're opening line. Yeah, like, yeah. Nice yeah. playground. Yeah. Like, I feel uh, like it's that scene from The Simpsons where uh, where uh, Lisa dumps Ralph on the Krusty show, and they go, "You, you, you can pinpoint his heartbreaking right, right now." Yeah, yeah. Like it's like well, if, you, if just, you can see you that woman's think, face. They they they. they <laughs> Bring out the other two first. Oh, and she's thinking. Here's the people I you just didn't had just. to say. Oh, number two. All I had to say yeah. was two. Right. And instead, I'm left with the troll. Like, yeah. I mean, it was, it was just like very. Did you have any moments of bonding? Yeah, we or? absolutely did. It. We did because the, the chaperone was like mm-hmm. a raging alcoholic. Cool. Awesome. And so we spent our time like trying to get away from her, and we yeah. that was like our bonding. Oh, sure. great! It was yeah. a game. And she was she was a lovely uh, girl. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, so you guys weren't like hating each other. You were just no, not no, no, dating. no, no, no. Her boyfriend. <laughs> her boyfriend. Her boyfriend, who was her manager slash photographer, oh. um, kept calling. And when oh. we got to the hotel. Uh, my room was the room with two beds and her room was the room with one bed. So yeah. we just switched rooms. Yeah. So they kept, the boyfriend kept calling and they would put him through to my, and I was answering the phone. Oh, like, so hey, what's up? Panicking. And he'd be like, hey, you motherfucker. Well, I'm no going to come way. down there. What are you doing in Gail's room? Like, I mean, and th- this really happens. So I should write a book about it. You really this. should. So crazy. Yeah. Was it one of those things where she was like, look, I told you I'm on a dating game uh, date that they sent us away on. He was like, you got to stop using that excuse, babe. This is the fourth <laughs> time you've said that. Where well, are was, you? Well, she was she was like a, a softcore uh, porn model from England. Yeah. So softcore porn model? This in England, there's a there's a paper called the Sun, and on they used to have. I don't think they still have it. They can't now. Yeah, because it, it was called Page it. Three Girls. Yeah. yeah, Page Three Girls had uh, huge breasts, right. and uh, they were like holding the product of the day, like shaving cream or, or whatever <laughs> it was. And uh, so she was a Page Three girl. And you she too was, can shave your tits. She, yeah. <laughs> okay. And she was it's making. It's England. She yeah. was making her way in the Hollywood, uh, and she, this his, was her with her. He got her on. Manager. Oh. The dating game yeah, as the celebrity, like, right. and, um, it's, oh it's the God. best. Wow. You know, an, an employee of mine once went on uh, Studs. Do you remember that show? No. What was Studs? Okay, Studs was an amazing show <laughs> where like a theater where down there in West okay, Hollywood. Okay, so you're the guy. <laughs> okay, and then there's three women, and okay. you've gone out on a date with all three of them, one at a time. Okay, okay, and then the host, comedian. Uh, yeah. Mark DiCarlo. Okay. Um, <laughs> who we asked, all know, obviously. Who you all know. Comedy legend, so, Mark DiCarlo. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, writes for so, Fritz Coleman. So. Um, <laughs> so, so he asks questions. Yeah. And if you match answers, you get a heart mm-hmm. on your pillow. Okay. Uh, like, a, like a Velcro heart on your pillow. Okay. At the end of the game, mm-hmm. whoever answered the same questions, the same, the, the number higher, <clears throat> right. they, they'll pay for another date. <clears throat> Okay. Okay. That's it. Uh, it's the cheesiest game show ever. That's it. Just pay for another day. Right. So I had an employee who went on the show. Okay. And he went on three dates. And the first date, he shows up and he knocks on the door and she answers the door and she goes, oh, come on in. And uh, he goes, you know, I, I'm, I'm really kind of nervous. This is awkward. Mm-hmm. This is so uncomfortable. And she goes, I know how to relax you. Yes. And their date was literally six minutes long. And he left. And that was their entire date. Shut the fuck up. And uh, 
It's like, like penthouse form. That's and they awesome. had to go on the show and like make up a date. Like, oh yeah, we drove <laughs> up the coast. That's and, unbelievable. Whatever. Yeah, isn't that fantastic? <laughs> Best of moment number twenty-one: the hilarious Steve Byrne. Here's yeah, no. a very important parent question. Yeah. What order did you show your kids the Star Wars movies in? Because now we've had prequels, we've had sequels, yeah. we got the original trilogy, you got the side projects, which fit in the timeline. Like, where do you, th- where, when do you show them Rogue One? I you went, know? I go original three. Okay. Then, then I got them into Force Awakens and stuff. And the prequels, I was like, eh, you'll see it when you see it. <laughs> and then I showed them it. And to this day, yeah. when my kids actually do want to watch it, and they, they love Star Wars, they, <clears throat> they always want to see Return of the Jedi. Hmm. They, oh, that's the one because of the Ewoks. It's the Ewoks. Yeah. Now, now what? Now what about tiny the, uh, things are lovable? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone loves them. Now what about hot the, take? Now what about <laughs> hot take? Williams. Tiny things are lovable. Moving on. Back to you guys. What about the Ernest movies? <laughs> In what order what do order? you show them? Goes to jail, then Christmas. I think it goes scared go straight. Dome in the army now. Uh, <laughs> In what order do you show your kids the Polly Shore Pauly movies? Shore. <laughs> the uh, box set. <laughs> They've got to sell a Polly Shore box set, right? I'm sure. I, There's got to be a weasel. If you have at least three hit the comedies, weasel. I feel like. Yeah. You know that's worthy of a box set, right? I feel like if we go to Walmart, we can find a weasel pack somewhere. <laughs> Dude, they've got—I know they've got Schwarzenegger. Because um, I had to really, truly, you know, fight every urge in my body not to get this Schwarzenegger, uh, Schwarzenegger uh, combo pack at Best Buy once. That was um, uh, Last Action Hero, yeah, um, solid, uh, True Lies, and Twins. Kindergarten Cop. Oh, okay. I was going to say it was one of those. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I was about to say Suburban Commando. Who was that? That was Hulk Hogan. That was Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh yeah. That was a good call. I know Holy way shit. too much about things that will never help That me. was a great movie. <laughs> was that him as like a... He, he was, played himself, but he was like he, he was, was like a mom. He's like he, a nanny. He, he, was a, he was an alien. Or was that Mr. Down. Nanny? Mr. Nanny was him as a nanny. <laughs> How Sorry. many Hulk Hogan movies were there? Uh, and not enough. I mean, Rocky Three. Do you count, want? Right? No, Rocky, Rocky Three two. absolutely counts. Rocky that's the that's the that's the debut of Thunderlips, and then uh, he was in the movie No, uh, no Holds Barred, uh, where he battled Zeus. Where the WWE actually had the actor that played Zeus in the WWE as a wrestler. As Zeus, it was like this cross promotion thing. It was nice seeing you guys. Okay, <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> Best of moment number 22, Jeremiah Watkins. Nick Nolte is your go-to. No, it's your favorite. It's one of my favorites only because my voice becomes so unrecognizable, like out of my register that it's like, oh, I don't like if you were just listening to it. Yeah. There, you're like I don't know what's happening <laughs> right now. That's a soda Adam just opened. No, it's not, not. It's a, not it's him a sparkling farting. Dasani. Okay, Dude, not him hope. farting. Who would ever confuse a Dasani <laughs> with I a mean, fart? I wish your fart smelled like Dasani. Me too. It'd be better. Uh, yeah. Now, are are you doing like old Nolte? Are you huh? doing like old Nolte? Because what's young yeah. Nolte? I don't know what young Nolte is. It's not is. as it's not as weathered as. Uh, but, but, but old Nolte is like. Yeah. Really gravelly. Yeah. <laughs> Old Nolte is, um... <clears throat> his, his throat's almost closed off entirely. <laughs> and it's really intense. I, <laughs> and I also have to do the the face along with it to really get it. You'll have to, because it's, it's one of those things. 
<laughs> you're like I one of like the, the, the smokers, be. like with, yeah. the, with the thing oh, in yeah. the throat. Yeah. yeah, dude. The first time I saw one of those, I was uh, nine years old. I was with my grandparents in Ada, Oklahoma, playing bingo with all the other old people. Yeah, and there was a guy with a voice box, and there were so many great fights. I think I've probably mentioned this before. Like, you know, one woman was like, "I'm blackout's my game. I'm really good at blackout." And her husband's like, "You're not good at it. It's not a skill. All you have to do is put the beans on the number, and you have the numbers." <laughs> and then this guy with a voice box, one bingo. Couldn't find his little, um, what do you call oh, it? No. Microphone, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just had misplaced it on the table amongst all the beans and cards. And so he's just like, and he's like, and he's like, and I'm like, hey, does anybody want to check on Alan? He's freaking out, right? He's like, <laughs> he's waving. I was like, I think he needs a drink. Maybe is he choking? Does he need a drink? And all yeah. of a sudden he just goes, bingo. Right? And just fucking. <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. I never did. Just by the way, just had never seen like an intensity in a man who right, was like, yeah. I know I can't speak. That's not the issue. I'm trying to I'm trying to win, you know, I don't yeah. know, 50 bucks. I and, think was- and like for him, that's like, that's his life. Like he was probably searching for that voice box. Like, yeah. like if, 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 if we just woke up, we were somehow underwater. Yeah. Like just like with the same intensity. Which is kind of what your Nolte looks like. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, like he's, he's struggling to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. You know what I love about you? I'm falling into the ditch. <laughs> Best of moment number 23 from Seattle. A legend, a hero to me as a kid and still is. Uh, a true honor to, to, to do this one. It's Gary Payton. I'm always curious, like that first team when you get in the league, like do you kind of, like how easy was it to acclimate? Because you weren't in Oregon, right? So I mean, right. you just kind of went up the coast, but... Was there a big transition? Hell no. It was good because I stayed in the Northwest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I stayed in the rain. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That was You're good. Used to it. That was the best thing about me getting drafted, staying in the West Coast and then staying in my area. Yeah. Because everybody knew me over in that area. Yeah. They, they grew up watching me all the time yeah. at Oregon State. So Seattle was right down the road. Built so in fan base. Built in. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was already good and they knew what it was and they knew what they got. So as soon as CI went to Seattle, it was a blessing. You know, I'm good I didn't go to the East Coast or the Midwest mm-hmm. yeah, and do man. all that bullshit. I was on the West Coast and I was good, man. So I, I, I like it. I, I like where I got drafted and and look how look how it turned out. <laughs> yeah, man. They were all. I mean, there were so many good pieces there when you got there. Right. right. I mean, Ricky Pierce was there. No, Ricky came out. Oh, he came after. That's right. They, I, you know, I had I had Xavier, Xavier McDaniel, uh, 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 Derek McKee, there you go. Odin Polonies, uh, Nate McMillan, uh, Michael Cage. I had guys like that, and then we went and got oh Dale Ellis. Oh yeah. Dana Barrow, yeah. Sean Kemp. Dana that was Bales. on my team. Avery Johnson was on yeah. my team yeah, during the time. Man. And then all of a sudden, we went and got Benoit. Uh, Benoit came after. Okay. We went and got. Uh, Eddie Johnson, mm-hmm. Ricky Pierce, uh, ask you, uh, ask you, Della Shrimp, Jesus, uh, Hawkins, uh, uh, Sam Perkins. Yeah, we went and got everybody. Well, yeah. We went and got everybody. That was a true deep team. Which yeah, I feel yeah, like when you see teams now that flourish, it's like, I mean, uh, you know, Warriors, case in point, Raptors. I mean, like when you got when you can go into the the five, six, seven, eight. I feel like we were going to the nine, ten, eleven, twelves. Right, right. We we were deep though, man. We we can go another five. I saw our, our second five can start. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? That was kind of cool. Was the Coliseum? Uh, to this day, the craziest place you've you've played. I know you've played. That shit was the raggediest place I played, but it was crazy though. God damn, man! Yeah, man, it was like a barn. You know what I'm saying? But you had everybody there, and it felt like one of the. It felt like the field house in Kansas. Oh yeah, University of Kansas. Oh, That's yeah. how the Coliseum oh, no. was. Yeah, yeah. That's how the Coliseum was because every all the fans is right there on you. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a small little venue like that. Yeah, but it was hype though, man. It yeah, was, I haven't it was been dope. to Oprah tape 
tripping, but I feel like it was pretty comparable to what that energy's like. <laughs> yeah, it was dope. It was dope. It was dope. Now, like we we've had some instances in the NBA in the past couple of years of like fans getting that interaction with the players, positive and negative. Like, how much do you guys hear the fan? Like, are you paying attention to the fans? If if if, if, if some guy has a great heckle or something? Oh, I, I did. I did. I don't know about everybody else, but I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I want to heckle back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, I, I'm the great shit talker, man. I'm you gonna are. get at you, man. Legend. So yeah, I'm gonna get at you. So you know, we we had a lot of them during the time of my era. Mm-hmm. Remember the? Do you remember the attorney that was in Washington? Oh yeah. Always he dressed oh, yeah. up in there when you fuck up. <laughs> yeah. When you had something bad. Then we had the the, the bell cowbell in Sacramento. Yeah. We had a lot of people, man, around the NBA during that time that was hecklers. They yeah. just came to games just to heckle. We had a guy that was at Minnesota where he sit on the front of the thing and he's slapping that and slapping that uh that that that, that, that uh, paper and it yeah. break up on all the part. Man, we had a lot of people, yeah. man. A lot now, of people. Now, do, now, w- would you anticipate that? You're like, all right, we're going. Yeah. To, we're 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 going to the Lakers. They got that one guy that bangs the program against right, the right, right, right. Oh, I was looking forward to it because I knew they was gonna say something to me. Yeah. So I had to get my dialogue ready too. You know what I'm saying? I said once he say something, I'm coming right back at him. You know what I'm saying? And then I used to go over there before the game started, like when we we, we working out, yeah. when we warming up. I'd be like, yeah, it's going to be on tonight, baby. <laughs> Say something wrong, man. We get, I'm going to get you. Was yeah. Spike really is notorious for uh for Yeah, tripping? I forgot Spike. Yeah, I'm Spike side in New York. Spike used to really, really say nothing to me. Me and him are like real tight. So, you know, he used to get on Reggie and a lot of other guys, man. He'll say somewhere. But he would always say, man, G, you going to miss that. You ain't hot tonight. You ain't hot tonight. Something like that. But, you know, Spike was, you know, notorious too for that. Yeah. He, he'll do the same thing. What was- Well, that does it for the About Last Night podcast. Best of part one. Part two will be out next week. Enjoy. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. We'll see you. Take care. Until next time, (laughs) we'll see you next week. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow?
<laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.